My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. Hey everyone, Ben here jumping in before the episode starts to let you know that we have released our live video show from October uh, as a purchasable uh, video show. You can go to gumroad.com, G-U-M road.com slash filthy casuals and purchase all three hours of live video, pure filth. Um, we do a party show with like a drinking game and stuff and we follow it up with about an hour of quiplash with the audience. Um, so that is available now for $5, $5 only. For uh, people who missed out on that live show, $5 at gumroad.com slash filthy casuals. Good morning, video games. Welcome once again to Filthy Casuals, a podcast hosted about video games, hosted by three. <laughs> Whoa. What? <laughs> you said it wrong, mate. You said it wrong. You bloody said it wrong. You've been saying it right all this time. First time say? you said it wrong. A you podcast hosted, hosted about video games. Oh, wow. Yeah. God damn. <laughs> Silly season fever has caught up with me. We just sat out in the sun in my backyard for five minutes. Yeah. And I feel like it's given me heat stroke. <laughs> it's a really hot day. Uh, a podcast, comma, about video games. I wouldn't even put a comma there. Comma. Yeah. <laughs> that's more for me than the audience. Sure, that's I'll a, delete that's them a, when I send them the phone. It's a pacing comma. Yes. Right, that, yes. right, right, right. It's Hosting. stage direction. Yeah. <laughs> Hosted by three very kind and extremely knowledgeable boys. Oh, Thank wow. you very much yeah. for joining us. <laughs> My name is Tommy Dasselow and joining me as always. <laughs> Good afternoon, sunshine. Uh, is the beer I'm drinking a delicious mid-strength sunshine uh, variant from the Grifter. Mm-hmm. Delicious beer The sunshine variant Yeah that's a shame That that word's been ruined For a bit <laughs> uh, uh, Alright the sunshine virus Whatever yeah, there we go. <laughs> uh, Ben Vanell here uh, Looking forward With great anticipation To this episode Where we count down Our top five games of the year Happy yep. new year Yeah not no, no not quite, quite. Tomorrow you can start now and lose consciousness before midnight tomorrow. Okay, that's true. And in you know in Australia, we put this up on the on the evening, so that's plenty true. of people probably right. listening to it to the next day. Yeah, true. Maybe as you're walking to your New Year's Eve party. Wow, <laughs> my New Year's resolution to introduce myself at the start of every podcast. Yes. But it's not next year yet, so uh, okay. I don't have to tell I, anyone. My name's right. Adam Knox. I also don't think you did it last week. Did I not? I don't think no. you said your There's name. There's no way of knowing. <laughs> 
Uh, I hope people are tuning into this one just to find out what the name of one of the guys <laughs> from last week's episode and is. How to exactly pronounce the intro <laughs> little yes. spiel. Yeah. I'm banking a lot of, we've been banking a lot of these yep. and I'm banking a lot of the other podcasts that I do. And so mm. when you guys looked at me, I thought, oh no, I've had a stroke and I've just started doing <laughs> the intro from the other podcast. Oh. So that was uh, that was why I really reacted the way I did. I should have said, g'day dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you. Uh, all right, we are back for yeah. part two of our game of the year. The full, final, last, ultimate Podcast of the year. Yeah. Yeah, the deluxe edition. Mm, yep, the remastered of the version of last week's podcast. We're just going <laughs> to yes. go over them again. You'll never know our top five. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm very excited to talk about a bunch of these games from last week. So we went, if you haven't listened for whatever reason last week, that's part one. Yeah. Whatever reason, I can think of one of them. Mm. Seeing the episode title and going, no, nah, just wait until they do five to one, thanks. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, don't need to, I need to hear a bunch of preamble and stuff that didn't make their lists. We shouldn't put part one in the title then of last week. Yeah. Part A, it is. No, just uh, say last week the game of the year and then this week put part two at the end oh sneaky yeah like the last of us i can't see that backfiring at all (laughs) (laughs) i can't see people being annoyed at that we'll be all uh, off on a tropical island offline anyway that's right (laughs) the complaint emails will be met with a swift out of office email bouncing back hey you've caught me out of office (laughs) probably not for long enough (laughs) it's funny to say you hate your job i'm Mm. maybe i should put an out of office for our podcast email pretty funny well, yeah. we want people to send us their um, game of the years that's as well, because yeah, we were true. talking last week about um, how varied yep. people's picks have been. Yeah, so let's put the out of office reply up before that episode goes up, so people respond to a request <laughs> we've made, yes. and then they get an immediate. <laughs> yeah, we're not here right now. <laughs> um, but you'd have heard in that one that I think a bunch of the games that we're going to talk about. Uh, this week did sort of get mentioned. Yes. Also implying, though, that our top picks are going to be very different from one another. Yes. Does that make sense? Because if we talked about the top five of someone else and the bottom five of ours, yes. all of our top fives are going to Di- be quite different. different, yeah. yeah. Which is exciting to me. I have. I certainly didn't have to flag a lot of picks so no. far. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, very curious to see how this shakes out. And at the end of this, I'm going to be tallying up mm. a score an arbitrary scoring system that I've pretended to have made up for a picks. It's just reverse order points. Yeah. Your number one gets 10 points yep. and down from there. And it'll be, despite it being arbitrary, the official Filthy Casuals <laughs> yes. top yes. 10. That'll be our, our, our combined favourites. Yes. And I'll mm-hmm. just do the top five, Do I top guess. five, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You don't want to calculate 10? We'll see what happens. It might take me a while. <laughs> we might have to press pause. Sure, sure, sure. Because I'm going to have to count. And you know what? Call me the opposite of a vampire, which is, I guess, just a person because mm. I don't mm. like to count. Yeah, a normal person who can't live forever and can go in the sun. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> I would say the opposite of a vampire is someone who doesn't even exist yet, because a vampire is going to live forever. So you want sure. someone who isn't even living at oh, all yet. So if I have like a cot death, <laughs> no, no, or a sperm, who the, not even a concept. Oh, you know, okay. even a con- I'm not one even of the squint sp- in the milkman's eye. Right, yeah, I'm yeah. one of the sperm that didn't make it. Yes, yes, cool. yes. <laughs> that's, that's how, how I've always felt. That's yeah. how I'll be introducing you every week from now on. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's been a great year once again for yes. games, and uh, these are the best ones. 
officially, yep. definitively, yep. ignore everything you thought you knew about rankings of games. We have played every game this year and we've paid for them out of our own pocket. That's yes. true. We're ethical. We're ethical games journalists. <laughs> the mm-hmm. best thing you can be. Yes. Uh, well, boys, we're not here to fuck spiders. I don't believe Spider Fucking Simulator has made any of our lists. You'd no, be wrong. No. No, <laughs> okay. one, no, I don't like the game version. I like to do it in real life. Yes. Sure, sure. Shall we? Get the ball rolling. I would love to. I'd love to, yeah. With my personal number five. I don't know about you guys, <laughs> but for me, the number five game of the year. Yeah. Deathloop. Deathloop. Oh. Actually, I do know about one of you guys. Yeah, it, it was, was my number six. number six. So we waited to talk about it. And we shall wait a little bit longer. Oh, <laughs> my lord. Yeah, if it wasn't clear, if someone has it higher in their thing, we're kind of waiting until it's been revealed then to, yes. yep. to fully go in. We're going to catch the game at its highest point. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, do you want to say a quick little thing about what you thought? Well, too bad. Yeah. <laughs> and good, good news, no, I don't. <laughs> I don't even want to talk about it more when we get to it. <laughs> wow. I just prefer to blow through these, read the names, and then get out of here. Shit, okay. We just started. <laughs> um, well, okay, Deathloop will appear higher up in my list. My number five, a game... That I can't remember <laughs> if it's already the name come up. Of. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking at it right now. Resident Evil V8 Lynch. It hasn't come up because it was it was one of my honourables. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I always get annoyed writing down because I like to capitalise the the I L L like they've stylistically done. Yeah, in the thing. Well, I guess they've just capitalised the I. Because the yeah, L's the in lowercase yeah, are already yeah. that. So it technically looks like Resident Evil 6 Lidge. It does, yeah. yeah. Because Roman numeral-wise, you want capital L's, yeah. which mm-hmm. would then be a completely different number in Roman numerals. What is numerals. that, 50 or something? Yeah. yeah. So does this argument take it down on your list any? <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, what about you, Tommy? Is it... It's an honourable, yeah. I, yeah, it's, right. It's weird. It feels like in a lot of ways it, it should be... On a list, but for whatever reason, I don't know why, but like I, th- I feel like we talked about this the middle of the year. Mm. I had a good time playing it, and then it was just kind of gone from my brain. Mm. Not all that long after I finished it, so did it over the course of just a few days. Yeah. But then haven't really found myself, as with the case with a lot of other stuff on my list, kept thinking about it for months afterwards, and maybe even dipping in and playing a mission or two here and there. Enjoyed it, but then just completely jettisoned it. Yeah, right. I I think... So, for me, it was the first Resident Evil game that I played all the way through. Right. It's, I would say, definitely the game, like, regardless of having finished it, uh, it's the most I've played of any Resident Evil game. Like, I know there Mm. are older ones that are longer and stuff. Like, these ones, the the first-person-style ones are a bit shorter uh, and more streamlined and, and very linear. They're less about the sort of going to a big house and unlock all the doors. They're more like go from set piece to set piece. Right. But I fucking loved it. Like, it reminded me of Bioshock, Bioshock Infinite. Mm-hmm. You know, that sort of first-person exploration, but story first, a little bit of combat, but sense, mainly yeah. it's like a bit of puzzling and a bit of, you know... Um, a puzzle game. Now, why are you bringing that up? <laughs> <laughs> fucking moron. No. <laughs> um, yeah, it balanced all of those things really well. I loved the setting, mm. the sort of traditional gothic horror, not zombies, but everything else. Um yeah, I really had no flaws with it. I loved how pacey it was, how um, yeah exciting it was moment to moment. Visually great. Mm. Detail was awesome. Great voice performances. Yep. 
Um, yeah, just overall a great experience. I think I agree with all of that. I agree with all that too. I, again, I don't really know why it's not. It just didn't, it, I, for whatever, even as I was like working on my list, it, it just wasn't in mm, the running, even I though I really loved it. can mm. definitely say that having played seven, um, eight is is similar to seven yeah. in a lot of ways mm. and uh, a little more action-y uh, mm-hmm. in the style that kind of... Two and three, the remakes of did a little bit oh, yeah. of. Um, so I think that was all it was. Is that it's another good Resident Evil game um, that didn't hit as hard for me as Seven because Seven was doing that first person style mm-hmm. for the first time, um, and had that same thing of like this big dangerous enemy walking around who you have to sort of stealth your way away from, and uh, had all the cool non-zombie kind of more ghosty. Yeah, things in right. Seven. Mm. Um, I I went to play seven after finishing eight and was like, oh, it's cool, but it has the same mechanics as eight, right? And I prefer the setting of eight, you right. know, yeah, like yeah. the Louisiana swamp, um, Texas Chainsaw setting, like, yeah. is probably more scary for me, but therefore less fun to go through, right? And I think eight is surprisingly like it's a bit of a romp, like it's, totally, yeah. it's not yeah. really a horror game. It's very very action gamey, and it does the open like. The, the the semi kind of linear map but then you revisit areas and yep. there's sort of a couple of little hubs all of that stuff I thought was really well structured yeah uh, and and very fun and yeah just like the the core shooting stuff was probably a little improved from seven too right uh, it, it was a bit more fun to actually do so yeah eight, Resident Evil 8 is a is a great game hell yeah I loved the return of the weird fucking Style of merchant guy yes. that's in uh, four yep. that yeah. I don't think they'd had in certainly not in seven, but this mm. like big, 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 big blob man. Oh, he was was he like a was he like a the count count or something? He was something some like sort of weird Europe rank. Yeah, one yeah. of those like he's a he's the a Duke? viscount or a Duke. Oh, the Duke. I think he he's was. a Duke, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's weird. The voice acting for him was great. He's weird yes. little as you browse in the store, he'd just go, oh. <laughs> yeah, the little groans that he do yeah. were very off-putting, but yeah. I liked them, and also yeah. couldn't hear them over me making those same sounds <laughs> whilst playing. Um, but uh, that was my number five. A very very fun game, yeah, and uh, evidently a good jumping in point, despite it being the eighth Resident Evil game. Yes, the new setting and stuff did uh, make it feel very fresh still. Right. Yeah, I think that's why we all kind of feel a bit differently on it. Is that there's a there's like a top tier of Resident Evil game right. that are all sort of Roughly as good as each other, right. so it's just down to a matter of personal, yeah, personal taste mm. and which setting you prefer more and which kind of style you prefer prefer more. For me, it's the, it's the really, it's like the the tight condensed map of like two, right? Where, that remake of two yeah, was really right. fucking good. The haunted house, yeah, Metroidvania horror game, yeah, basically, yeah. 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 Um, eight's still good. Yeah, eight, it's very very good. You know, it's better than eight. Five mm-hmm. and fifth place of Resident Evils. Don't think so. <laughs> no, I'm wrong about that particular thing. No, I'm going to cut that out. Well, <laughs> <laughs> um, you know what's higher than eight or lower, depending on how you think of it. Mm. You know what number is different to eight? Five. You know, yeah. You know what your number five game is? <laughs> yeah. I don't. Not think yet, because do. <laughs> I've been fucking around for a whole while. My fifth favorite game of the year was Unpacking. Yeah, that was my sixth. Yeah, we just missed out on talking about it last week. Yes. Are we going to talk about it later, Tommy? No. Okay. Oh. Let's unpack that. All right. Uh, Wait, so it's not on your list at all, Tommy? No, liked it, but 
Yeah, not okay. not uh, you know not not more than any of the other stuff on my list. Well, that thought makes was, sense. Thought it was really good, but <laughs> you know what? <laughs> it checks out. Yeah. I'm allowed you to have. Yeah, just again, I had a good time with it, and then didn't really think too much more about it. Sure. For me, yeah, it, it it's a new kind of game. Almost, sure. You know, like I've. It's sort of like Tetris. It's sort of like. Hang on. In what way? <laughs> Yeah, like the genre. Yeah, yeah. It's sort of like you have to figure out where you put pieces of. Okay. The fact that we've swapped from Ben calling every game a puzzle game to now no games are puzzle games. Yeah, I refuse to acknowledge. Uh, yeah, it's a fantastic puzzle game, but it is. Yeah, I've never seen anything really like it in this yeah. style. It's. It's like I mean like I've moved house A bunch of times Over my life And you know Going to like The fucking Ikea room Designer and shit It's like that Which I like you know? Right uh, It's that But like with a bit Of a Tetris mechanic Of like Where's this gonna Fucking fit Kind and, of and, Yeah And stylistically It's great Love the sort of Pixel design um, the specific items, like they're all very Relatable and relevant To, to I think all of our lives Like Yep, yep. Um the music's chill. It's a very relaxing game. And yes. that's, I think, the number one reason that I enjoyed it. It is kind of meta because it like it almost isn't a puzzle game in that you can kind of put stuff wherever you sort of want aesthetically as long right. as a spoon is in the kitchen or whatever. Right. I, and I liked that because um, the thing that I got the most out of was that it tells this really um, subtle and cool story throughout it that I loved of this person um, like, you know, from a kid until being married with their own kid, basically. Mm-hmm. And the, and you move them through every house and then, like, they move in uh, to a share house mm-hmm. and you're seeing all of these other people's stuff already in the house and you're kind of moving in there. And then you move in with a boyfriend who hasn't really made much room for you there. Like, when when I was moving in, and because I played through this with one with my girlfriend yeah. and we were kind of talking about that stuff and making up, like, these little background pieces like we figured the character we were playing as she's left-handed so we always put the mouse on the left of the keyboard and stuff like that because i think in the first time that happened there just wasn't room for it on the right so we're like okay she's left-handed but then that was a fun thing right yeah because then yeah you move in with this boyfriend and his clothes are already there he hasn't made space for you and it felt awkward moving in it Mm. didn't feel like we and then the next one you're back home with your parents in your childhood bedroom and it's all small again and there's a photo of the two of you that you are required to put away it can't be visible because like you know you're hurt from this thing and it's so it's not like battering you with this story it's just this really nice subtle thing that was like this through line that i loved through it of this yeah like you say very meditative Mm. uh relaxing peaceful um game that like uh, was in like the way of an Animal Crossing or something. It's up yeah. to you to make it look how, how you think is nice yep. sort yep. of thing. And just like all the little clicks and pops as things are exactly, falling yes. into place. Nice little music that was used pretty sparingly in yep. the background. Uh, really good visuals made in Queensland. Yeah, mm. yes, it is an Australian game, I wanted to say. Yeah, yeah. like I, I, um, I wonder if the people who made it have the same sort of compulsive behavior as me of like because it is so satisfying to unpack and and you know set up a room like that feeling specifically like maybe it's why i move so much because i love packing (laughs) stuff up and then unpacking and being like treating this new room and this series of objects i have like a puzzle and it is very satisfying to complete that puzzle and it's it's cool in that game specifically how the level to which it forces you to do it which is quite low sure like you you can make a fucking mess of your living room and put stuff kind of wherever yeah and it'll let you move on yeah but you put 
these own self restrictions on, which I did the same thing where like I'd put a bunch of socks in a drawer that they later didn't all fit in. So I had to change everything. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that sort of thing. But uh, it was, it was really fun and engaging and it might sound dry, but it really right. isn't. No, no, it's not. You're right. The, the, the sound design really is, it's what turns it from like, a, okay, I'm just putting stuff away to like a game. Yeah. It does yeah. make it feel like very satisfying to do all these things and yeah. it's very simple to find out if something's in the wrong place and I love the fact you can make a little gif of your entire like playthrough of a, yeah. a room. It's like, oh, that's how I figured it out totally. kind of thing. It shows you this like sped up replay afterwards and all the little pops are still happening so it goes... Yeah. Oh man, it feels good. And it's, it's like a little personality test as well almost. Yeah. Like, yeah. And all the visuals, like the fact that, yeah, there's little game consoles in there yes. that you're unpacking that are actual games. Like the person has like a Wii at one point, I think. Yeah, like, little like yeah. just changed cube. enough to be yeah. not yeah. copyright infringement or whatever, yeah. but it's clearly but still a recognizable. Yeah. And you're carrying the same games with you through right. from the share house to the thing. You've got these like this like uh, little stuffed bear yep. that over time gets little holes in it and then there's fluff coming out and then it gets repaired when you move back in with your parents. Right. That sort of shit. I just really uh, liked all of that, like, attention to detail that, like, you can can not pick up on as well because it is really subtle, but... um, in a way where if you're in the mood to to engage with it, it's there. And I think that's the cool thing about the game is it really adapts to whatever mood you want to play. Yeah. In. Yeah. Yeah. It would have been... It, you Other know. than angry. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can chuck your shit everywhere. Yeah. yeah, you can just chuck it all on the floor and be like, yeah, I live like a pig because I am a pig. Yeah. <laughs> it could have been enough to just do this as a... It's just like 10 different rooms that aren't linked in any way and they've all got right. different stuff and you just unpack them and it's just a chill. The, yeah. the fact that... Someone in there had the idea to put the extra element in of just kind of like wordlessly telling the story where you don't even see the actual people mm. is um yeah is really what totally. I think elevates it for me it definitely did yeah yeah my number four game of the year let's see if we're gonna talk about it now mm. that would be truly amazing if we all synced up <laughs> on how high we have rated. Inscription. <laughs> no, we have not. We've not. <laughs> We've certainly not. So shut the fuck up. God <laughs> damn. That's happened to you twice now. <laughs> In uh, a row, I think. Because Deathloop. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. sorry. So sorry. So sorry. <laughs> so sorry. I guess we can say now, though, we all think Inscription's good. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we do. And we'll expand on that. And if you haven't played it yet, pause this, go yeah. play it, then come back because we'll spoil the whole thing. Good point. Go yeah, in. we've got a spoiler warning at least 20 minutes before it's going to come up. Yes. So mm. be be warned. Uh, my number four, Game of the Year. I don't think it's going to come up again. It's my guess. Interesting. Returnal. You can talk about Returnal now. Be my guest. <laughs> I love Returnal. Uh, I genuinely cannot stop playing it. I've been playing it again. Um, I put in like fucking 29 hours the wow. first uh, first time that I was playing it. Mm. Um, I love the aesthetic. I love the way that it's told its story gradually throughout this, yeah, roguelike game. Um, love the protagonist, like cool design, cool acting. And the fucking movement and combat, I think it's almost. <laughs> it's almost my number three game, but it's not. In fact, it's my number four. It's definitely my uh, my favorite third person action game of the year. I will say that Ben's okay. third person action game of the year, sponsored by 
Ben. <laughs> Self-funded. Best a, action game. Because it's a third person. Get uh, it? Yeah. Oh, I'm Ben. I yeah. see what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a literature joke. <laughs> it is. <laughs> <laughs> my, my Bachelor of Arts came in handy. Um, yeah, it's. I, I really love everything about it. I think it justifies its difficulty because it is so rewarding to progress further in it. Yeah. I love that they've added a suspend uh, game option. Yep. I love that too. And it's a yeah. big part of the reason it didn't appear in here because yeah. it fell off and couldn't get back to it at some point. Yeah, but um, the enemy variety, the fact that every single weapon is equally as fun to use and has its own uh, you know, pros and cons... All of this, like, pickups that you get, the things you have to buy with your Obelites, like, it's all balanced incredibly well mm. and makes it, yeah, a, a really rewarding game to to make your way through, knowing that it is so hard and so uh, perfectly balanced, I reckon. Totally. I, I agree with all of that and yeah. just fell off of it and it is just one of those ones where it is so demanding of you yep. and it was it's perfectly tuned where like every mistake you make is your mistake and yep. you know exactly what you did and you beat yourself up for it but you know these, your therapist says you shouldn't but yeah, you, you can't gonna. go back in time no well well, well not in well <laughs> um but yes it is it is such a like well playing game mm. it is mm. so honed that it it, it is uh it, it was a shame at the time that it was demanding of your time as well as yeah. your skill. Yeah. yeah. That that made it um, tough to find the time to put those big sessions in for mm-hmm. me at the time. If it was like a checkpointed game that wasn't a roguelite, it would be in my top five, yeah. I reckon, because everything else about it, I love the visuals, I love the style, I love how it feels to play. But yeah, similar to you, Adam, it's just like at a certain point, I was, I was, it had it, it's had it hooks in me for a bit, but. Right. Yeah, just just reach a point where I was like, I I just I can't go back to the start again. That's I've the thing, and and it yeah, it, it once you're off for a while, you forget all of the many layers of different yeah. objects and stuff there are. But to say that 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 same complexity is what's so satisfying when you are playing it. Yeah. So it isn't a detriment to the game. It's yeah. just that you really have to be playing that game. Yes. When you're playing it. And it's one of those ones where. And there's a few things like this on my list and in my honourable mentions as well, like feeling like you don't necessarily have to have gotten to the end of a game to... Like I went, I got my enjoyment out of this. Mm. I had a great time with it. Sure. I didn't finish it, but, I, you know, sometimes you feel like, I, I don't need to. Yes. I've, I've had my... Yeah, I've had a really good time with this and I'm walking away now for a bit. Maybe I'll come back to it eventually. But, yeah. I, you know, with that one, I kind of... I don't feel too much like, oh, I've got to do that last little bit of it. It's like sure. maybe I'll come back someday. But I'm yeah, the opposite where I wish I had gone back and I, w- I, I would love to, what's the word? like Finish it? Revisit, like go back to like, uh, I don't know. Interact with again. Do over? Death loop? When I death loop again yeah, yeah. to Returnal because I was really enjoying the story and the way it was yeah, unfolding yeah, and, cool. and loved playing it. So uh, and it looks fucking awesome. Yeah. It looks fucking awesome, and the haptic feedback stuff. Yeah. Yes, I reckon is the best. I think for me that more than Ratchet, which we briefly mentioned that it felt next gen in yep. the last one, but we'll talk about it more. But this Returnal had a similar thing for me where I was like, fucking hell, man. Yeah. yeah. What the fuck is this, dude? It's not just like How going, the fuck does this happen on a screen? Oh, there's new tech where you can feel raindrops. It's like at the same time, the like visor resetting, the sound effect that aligns with it. Like yeah. Yeah. it's so well designed. The massive stuff that's on the screen at any one time and it all looks really cool. For and a time loop thing too, just it being an instant Exactly. Yeah. 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 
Returnal. Maybe it is the game of the year. <laughs> <laughs> it's the it's maybe the most 2021 game of the year. It's a if very you know what I mean. It's of its time. Sure. Yeah. Maybe it's like the PS5 game of the year or something. Yeah. But like, I, yeah, I really want to get back to it and wish I'd have done it before this because my list is wrong now. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I do. I do think genuinely it being a roguelike. It, that's allowed to take away from it. it mm. Or at least just put it into a category that it means you can't interact with it if, if your life is yeah. a certain way at the time. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Like I just literally didn't have that hour and a half for, for it for a week in a row. Yeah. And that meant I couldn't play it anymore. Yeah, yeah. 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 All right. Adams. Oh, yeah. <laughs> number four. Game of the year. I believe this is when we will be talking about something Tommy brought up uh, last week, but we didn't get to talk about, which is my fourth game of the year, Death's Door. Yes. Yeah. Oh, man. Go Hell for your yeah. fucking life, yeah. <laughs> You're absolutely right. Go on. Um, <laughs> I was writing it down on my tally list. Uh Fuck, it's good, man. Yeah. I really enjoyed... It was such a surprise for me. It wasn't really on my radar at all. The thing of going like, oh, it's like a top-down Zelda combat game is like something that most sort of indie games that do that, I'm not that interested in usually. Yep. Um, and for whatever reason, this one just got its its huge crow talons right in me. Yep. And I played through it like... The, the, the whole thing, which is, you know, you play through one part of it and there's then like a secret second half almost. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really enjoyed the the cute little world that it had, the kind of uh, plain but I thought really well designed the visuals. Mm-hmm. The gameplay was really satisfying and difficult in just the right way for me. The world and the item collection sort of stuff that you go around and do, the uh, open worldy half kind of thing of it. Yep. Every element of it completely worked for me. Very Metroid-y in the sense that, yeah, those bosses especially, some fucking brutal ones where yes. you're like, I'm never going to be able to do this and then... There's yeah. a crow in a white void that took me a while. Yes. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But, man, yeah, I just it, it, it really came together for, for whatever reason for me. It was my girlfriend's first exposure to me... Like playing it in here and like having a lot of just, yeah, trying to do the same boss again and again and again, dying over and over again and me just going, fuck, like in frustration and her being in the other room going, what's going on in here? Are you okay? Like, oh, no, I'm having a great time. I'm playing this game. I'm just getting really fucking angry at myself when I, you know, that fuck. It's like you're so close and you nearly had it and you'd gotten that little bit further and then you just just made a dumb error. You just rolled when you should have shot or whatever. But, yeah, all the same stuff that uh, you were saying, like, yeah, all the stuff that you, you love about the the old Zelda games and they just nailed it while it's still being its own thing. And being much more combat-y than them. Like there's yep. some there's some challenging uh, sort of shootery, rolly, slashy combat that uh, I just felt great to mm. me. Yeah. Uh, yeah, one of the worst games of the year in my opinion. <laughs> yeah, and it's no, out on uh, everything now too. It's, it is. Uh, it was yeah, just yeah. Xbox and it was another uh, one of the one, two three at least games that was day one on Game Pass. Right. Yep. That um, I probably wouldn't have tried out if it weren't for that. Yeah. Mm. So, uh, and and then, yeah, it ended up being this game that I loved and played for like 30 hours or whatever that it took to finish it. Yep. Um, and is officially my fourth game, fourth best game <laughs> mm-hmm. of the year. And also the fourth game I played. Yeah, I waited until a weird August. coincidence. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
my Oh my god We're up to the top three boys yep. This is it Fucking hell These are the ones That are actually good <laughs> <laughs> Yeah If you're gonna Only play A total of nine games yeah. Which is heaps mm-hmm. yeah. These are but, the ones But, but maybe probably like Five or six We'll see Yeah, yeah. My number three that we will be talking about now, Mario 3D World and Bowser's Fury. Oh. Um, but yeah, I, I played through all of 3D World again, but it's, it is mostly on there, well, pretty much exclusively on there because of the Bowser's Fury component. Right. Like you said, Adam, for something that uh, Nintendo have done so many uh, Wii U re-releases on Switch that have anything from a little bit of DLC to minor cosmetic stuff to a couple of new levels and... That original game is already fantastic mm. and no one played it. They could have gotten mm. away with just doing that or just just putting it on. Or Yeah, that is yeah. still a fucking great game. Yeah. Only you two played that on the Wii U. Yeah. It was just us and, world, and yeah. we told Nintendo, this was actually really good. And they were like, no, everyone fucking hated it. Well, you, and you guys did mention it along this podcast, which is listened to by Nintendo employees. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. We were the only two people playing it. We didn't even play it together cooperatively. So... <laughs> Um, so I prefer not to. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, like they they could have just yeah they could have just chucked another couple levels in, which they've done plenty of times right. as well. Like that has been their. This their, is not their precedent their MO. at mm. all. Mm. And yeah. instead, they used it as an excuse to do what I assume slash hope is a proof of concept for an open world uh, Mario. Adventure game, mm, yep. and it all worked so well. It's it's not super long, and it is technically, I guess, just DLC slash a remaster. So in a lot of ways, it's weird to be this high up. But yeah, I just went. It, it's in terms of pure joy and fun, even for that like pretty limited amount of time. I was like, it's gonna have a hard time being beaten by many other things but I agree and like so it was my 10th last week and that purely because of Bowser's Fury Mm. and uh, even though it's like not long compared to a Mario game it's still it was like six hours or something that it, it ended up being for me which is as long as some of the other games that are up here for me. Yeah, it's like an uh, indie, I guess. Mm. Yeah. yeah. And I agree completely that it was just so much fun and just as creative as Mario games have ever been or Nintendo games as it have ever been. Yeah, it's really them. It's it's the kind of like the peak of what they do for me. Yeah. Something that was very surprising, kind of weird. Like, yeah, it's this add-on of this other game, but it really doesn't share all that much with the other yeah, game. Yeah, yeah. Like, it controls differently. Like yeah. it look, the camera is completely different. It, yeah. yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's all it's it's, and I yeah, I really really hope that a reason why it's been that we haven't seen any of Odyssey 2 yet or that they haven't announced it or if it's happening or anything is because they're, you know, maybe it's this, maybe it's a bigger version of this. Mm. I would love that. I really hope that they expand on this at some point because I thought they absolutely nailed it. Yeah, I had a great time too. I went through and got all 100 whatever the fuck or however many it was. (laughs) All all of the bits you could do, I just devoured the whole game because I, I like, completely loved it. Um, But, yeah, it was just – it was a little short for – the price tag for me, which was a full Just game that. included. Yeah. You know what I mean? But yeah. if you've never played 3D World as well, this is a fucking amazing Well, I then ended up going through and I did all of 3D World. Yeah. Mm. Like I think while I was in Perth at the start of the year, I just mainlined it. Great game. My I, number three. I also enjoyed it. I enjoyed both And you're not a Mario guy. Yeah. Um, I just didn't finish it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my number three game. Uh, are we going to talk about it later? I don't know. Deathloop. 
Uh, I've already had Deathloop as my six, so it's up to you, Tommy. No, it was my five. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, then it's up to you, Ben. <laughs> Yay! Deathloop. Uh, such an enjoyable game. Fantastic yeah. it's aesthetic. I love the voice acting. I love the music specifically. The music, it ca- I came on during the Game Awards and I was like, oh, that's right. Fucking Deathloop music. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Love the um, mechanic of, Ju- oh, what was her name? Julie. Mm, Ju- you're like enemy. Yeah. Fuck was her name? Played it like a month ago. It's Juliet? all. It's in all of our top yeah. tens. Yeah, was it Juliet? I don't think it was Juliet. I think it might have been. What the fuck was her name? <laughs> it's almost like, you know, we've gone through enough loops that our memories have started to fade <laughs> yeah. and blur into each other. It really is like that, honestly, in real life for me. Um, but Cole as a protagonist I thought was awesome. I cult? loved... Yeah, Colt. <laughs> <laughs> Juliana. Juliana. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now we're cooking with <laughs> so, Death Loop. So, yeah, Greg and Nancy, whatever the yeah, fuck their names turns were. Turns out this game is called Loop of Death. Or <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, loved, yeah, the characterization um, of both those two, The I guess the leads. Yep. But all of the visionaries as well I thought were really fun, really well designed and really well acted. Totally. Um, yeah. The sort of uh, complicated uh, approach to the quote-unquote missions, um, the, sort of the variable approach, I guess I'll say, um, mm. was done perfectly. Like mm-hmm. genuinely were, you know, five or six equally uh, as effective approaches that you could take. It really was one of those games that like followed through on that sort of old, you know, early 2000s like tagline of like, you can play this mission however you want. Sure. Yep. Um, great physics, great um, guns. I really like the shooting. Um, I'm not a you know I'm not a big FPS head. Like I do, probably prefer third person games. So I'm not as focused on like how did that gun feel. Right. Um, they all felt great to me though. Uh, and yeah, the layouts of every level, the, yep. the enemies, the quests, the creativity and the storytelling. It's just yeah, yeah a, a incredibly satisfying and well made game. Totally I agree. was uh, I was out on this game. Mm. After like two days of trying, couldn't really get it, get my head around the shooting because I never play shooters. Yeah, that's right. And simultaneous to that, the sort of the the light Bethesda-iness of it was kind of annoying me. Right. But I, yeah, I I kind of just gave it one more go and yeah. pushed through, and then you really then, did. Yeah, it was my number five. It can't be like underscored how much like you really were just like I can't fucking play this game. I <laughs> like, literally I just yeah, don't. It, get it was it. annoying me. It was like why can't. I changed the difficulty. Yeah, in this yeah. in this day and age, it really feels like games are becoming so much more accessible to yes, everyone, and there's yes. no shame around like I don't have the time to sink in and try and do the boss for You've six got hours in a row. Actually, well, unless unless. Um, but yeah, I I still do think it should have a difficulty option for something yeah. like this. I think I think nearly everything should. Because I, it's just I, everyone plays things in different it's ways. It's an accessibility wants, thing. Right? Yeah, yeah, wants different totally. things out of it. I yeah. agree because I found it easy. Right. So absolutely bump it up. Yeah. Yeah. Or I, have an option, I mean. I think I landed more on that other than the really, really cool mechanic that I didn't expect to like, which was the invasion stuff yes. from other players right. playing as Juliana. Yep. Um, I really enjoyed that when playing through the single play at like the main campaign I tried out being Juliana a couple of times and it was like a little weirdly uh, buggy for me Mm. for whenever I tried it Um, so I didn't really play as that half much but when I had other people invading my single player game I engaged with it and enjoyed it and really found it um, 
satisfying and fun every time it happened. Yeah. 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 Which totally was unexpected. It, I, I reckon we said this at the time that it added that layer of difficulty that we sort of felt was a bit lacking. Yeah. Um, so a great uh, way to integrate that into a game where it's the same level over and over again with the same yeah. enemies over and over again. It, it is, but it's it, it didn't get repetitive no, for no, me. No, no, no. And no having point. to see those little objectives pop up and have to work out how to put all this stuff together to get that end goal. Yeah. I think this might be the first game on any of our lists that's a puzzle game, uh, <laughs> certainly in that sense. But yeah, that I moment, so. and I think you guys played it in a way where you, I think from memory neither of you got this moment because you kind of bypassed the actual do it like checking all the objectives off before it goes okay now you know how to um oh yeah now you know how to close the loop because it played this animation of like colt going okay i've figured it out i do this i do this i do this and the music was playing and it was like i think that might be my favorite moment that i had in a game this year that was more satisfying to me than actually finishing it right was seeing that and going like Yes, because you sort of start to slowly see it come together and you're like, yeah. okay, now I know they get these two people grouped together. Yeah. And just it playing you through that of like, now you know you've gone back through the loop and like, you know, step by step what to do. Kind of whittling all of that down was mm. just so incredibly satisfying. I think we didn't get that because Alexis was the last one who I had like figured out the thing of how to kill. And then I did kill him one time, but like not in that way. Yeah, so I it, didn't do the objective. Right. I just killed him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah exactly. That is, I mean, maybe that's been patched in because it is a shame to not get that yeah. because it really did feel like the the last part of the heist movie where and, they're like, okay, right. boom, here's the plan. That was my kind of one most down point of the game was I think the ending was like a little weak for me. Just the actual full on like, here's your confrontation with Juliana. Dada right. Dada. That not bad, just like a little flat compared to the really fun uh, way that the, the game had a lot of the story presented to you in little side bits and mm. like inferred yep. stuff and bits of paper and whatever. And that doesn't always work for me. Yeah. That yeah. Type of storytelling. And in this, uh, I really enjoyed the way that it slowly world built. Yeah. Um, I thought that was so great. I enjoyed the shooting too. Yep. Um, and yeah, just really the powers and shit. Like, I don't even yeah. think we mentioned those when we reviewed it, but like the way that, yeah, you can, again, it adds into that. However you want to approach it sort of thing of yeah. like, if you want to equip these slabs, then it changes the way that the game is going to play for you. Like yeah. doing the dash, doing the, you know, like invisibility, doing the fucking throwing shit at people. It, um, which obviously is like sort of taken from the Dishonored games that they made as yeah. well. Yeah. Um, yeah. Loved it. Loved all of that stuff too. And I played it very stealthily because I wish there were more stealth games that were real stealth games, I guess. That type of game tends to default to that sort of thing too. It yeah. tends to be the most effective way of doing stuff. Yeah. Same with like a Far Cry, I guess, as well. Yeah, it's like sure. They're meant to be shooters, but if you you know creep around, yeah. it's going to be No one knows you're there. They ain't shooting at you. Yeah. Knowing the, knowing the kind of like the um, the way that you meant to, the order you meant to do it in now too, like I can see myself going back through for another oh, yeah, run of this. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm. Just that, yeah, the structure of it was so well done with... Um, how many different examples of time loops there were this year. Yeah. Yes. This was the second best time loop game for me, but also like maybe the best implementation of that as a mechanic. What's, what's you? I'll get there. Okay. We'll get there. Will yeah. you get there now? Um, no. Okay. Cause my third best game of the year was a game that I think we'll talk about, uh, later on. It was called inscription. Yeah, I think we'll talk about it a bit later. So, well, 
But I like it. Yep. And we, we again, we'll spoil it's it. It's probably the three. most spoiled. We're about game. to spoil it very soon. Yeah. 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 Okay. Okay. My number two, the good people over at Manscaped. Wow So that's You're allowing the ad To take the place Of your pick I actually think That's really corrupt (laughs) Well A lot of games Charged me money To buy Mm. them Whereas Manscaped they gave me the money. And yeah, that true. influences your opinion of it, does it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sounds, like you're, sounds like you're a modern influencer then. <laughs> yep. Um, but yes. So what uh, What date is this? It's the 30th it is of December. Yep. 2021. 2021. For now. Therefore, bring in the new year with some trimmed pubes, some trimmed nose hairs, yep. some trimmed ear hairs. Any sort of hair. Whatever fucking hair you got, mate. Hair of the dog. Well, after New Year's, <laughs> yeah, I guess. Drink you're a shaver. Your, you're on your way to a New Year's Eve party that yep. we have to assume has been shut down in the week after we're recording yes, this because yes. of the <laughs> surging Omicron ca- uh, variant yep. case numbers. But nevertheless, let's imagine that you mm. are doing something social this evening. Mm-hmm. Maybe you're single. You don't know. You keep yourself keep okay. yourself tidy. Maybe yeah, you're in a relationship, but you are not a good person. <laughs> yeah, exactly. If you're cheating. <laughs> we don't endorse <laughs> This isn't our ad saying we endorse it If you're in a relationship And you want to tidy up downstairs To impress your partner Date your wife Date That's your wife That's the, yep. the thing yep. they always say Date your wife Yep um, but Hey New Year's resolution could be To keep it tidier down there I right. think personal hygiene and grooming And fitness and all that sort of stuff in my opinion, is a common... (laughs) (laughs) That's uh, an interesting observation you've made there. I've just figured it out myself. (laughs) So you can get onto manscaped.com. You can put Filthy in at checkout. You can get 20% off your order and free shipping. It's a great product. They've sent us the Lawnmower 4.0 and the uh, ear and nose hair trimmer. And we love these products. We absolutely do. And they love our show, evidently, because they've been here for a while. Yeah. And they are a good uh, product, so we keep going... Yeah, all right. Yeah, absolutely. If you want to treat yourself going into the new year and support a company that has, yeah, literally supported us for the vast majority of 2021, head to manscaped.com, chuck in filthy to defilth your genitals. And honestly, we can have these in-depth, two-episode spanning chats on a wide variety of games because of the money. Absolutely. That Manscaped have been paying us to do ads on the show. Absolutely. So, hey, maybe there's a party that's like, oh, another ad. Well, guess what? We'd be we'd be doing a top three yeah. this year, and it'd be the same three games for each of us. Because we'd be calling in from a supermarket. Yeah, yeah. You'd be hearing the checkout going behind me. <laughs> so yeah, support them. They support the show. Yes, manscaped.com. Put in filthy. Twenty percent off. Free shipping. Free goddamn shipping. Yeah. Uh, and also, how'd you, how'd you all, put- also thanks to Patreon. Yeah. So thank you to our pa- and we've got let's Patreon. do a big let's slash. do a Patreon thank you at the end of the I would episode. Love to do yeah. That, mm. yeah. Um, now, how did you purchase this game, Tommy? Did you get it delivered? Did you have to spend delivery? Did you get it digitally? How did you acquire this game? This game that is my actual number two. I believe I bought it digitally Ooh. off the PlayStation <sighs> Store. Oh, are we going to try and guess based on that? Yeah, I was going to say maybe we should try and guess Tommy's. Interesting. Knock yourselves game. out. It's not. It um, has it come up already. Yes. Oh. I don't believe in a. Oh no! Yes, it has. Yeah. Okay. I have no idea what it is. I can't imagine what it could be off my list. The only way we could Returnal's find out. not Tommy's favorite second favorite game of the year. Nah. Um. 
Oh, I do know exactly what it is. Tommy, would you tell us about Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart? No, you don't deserve it. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, yeah, I don't know how I didn't see that at number eight on my list. I I told a bit of a lie with Forza Horizon 5. I think this was actually my most anticipated. I loved the one before this that was like the soft reboot, uh, the little trailer that they showed off for this, and that was the big thought I had while playing Returnal. I was like, I love how this... Feels, the shooting feels cool. The haptic trigger stuff for the different parts of the gun yep. is great. It's really taking advantage of the next-gen hardware. It's just not 100% the kind of game that I really, really gel with. And knowing that this was at the time a month or so away, I was yeah. like, it, it did mostly just get me really pumped for Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. I loved everything about this game. It's the I can't re- I can't remember any other game that I've gone in 100%, but I went right. and did everything in this. Yeah. Um, because I just wanted to spend more time in it. It looked fantastic. Story kind of, you know, dumb, DreamWorks-y, but uh, the the one before this was a lot worse in terms of that kind of stuff, so it did feel, still feel like it took a couple of steps up from that in terms of its creativity and originality and just, mm-hmm. yeah, all the worlds were so different. The, the, um, the no loading times, yeah. fun to play, unlocking and powering up all the guns, so much fun. Uh, yeah, just such a fucking great game that I had an absolute ball with and was just, was like, you know, that thing where you get near the end and you're like panicked about it, it like right. really wanting to burn through all of it. I played a huge chunk of it when we were sitting up to watch, was it an Xbox thing that was at 3am? or There was a Nintendo direct? one, I reckon. That there was yeah. something we were doing yeah. a live response yeah, to. Yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, just really feeling like... Oh, I don't. I don't want this to end. I don't want to. I, I want there to be more of this game. Mm. I hope there's DLC or something for it. Another couple of worlds or two. But um, yeah, I I've just fucking adored this game. It was mm. right in the hitting zone of all the kind of stuff that I love in a video game. I agree. Yeah, I agree too. It's a fucking great game. It was really really fun. I think I was a bit more put off by the um, story and the characterization and the aesthetic being a little derivative or something but, but the funny yeah. thing is is that they kind of know that too because they introduce this yeah. new character and they're like we don't have to have ratchet be in it all that much right yeah yeah yeah. we can have rivet take yeah. center stage for most of the game yeah at least half yeah. yeah 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 but in terms of yeah mechanically and visually it is like top of the class for this specific kind of not not like unrealistic, you know, cartoon, um, cartoony yeah. third-person shooter platformer. It it is the best one that I've played. Yeah, it was it was the first game I've played where I was playing it continuously and not being on my phone at any point because there's no loading times. You yeah, just go yeah, from yeah. the select screens yeah. like normally. I'd be like, oh, I just check my phone for the two minutes or whatever while this is loading and just being like, oh, yeah, you're just locked in. You hop in the spaceship and then you're at the next place or you go through the little portal thing. Mm. Um, Yeah, and this being out so early in the lifespan of new hardware and it looking as good as it did. Yes. um, My God, yeah. What a beautiful looking game. The little clank, little uh, puzzly, you know, like where you go... I beg your pardon? I guess I call it a puzzle. (laughs) But, you know, that, that... Sort yeah. of thing where you go in and you move in the little like lemmings kind of yeah, yeah, running yeah. through this yeah. course. That, I love that uh, yeah. the the virusy one where you go scuttle around shooting viruses. Not oh, so sure. much, yeah. but love the clank one and the level of detail in like the little hub worlds and the open world. I guess really yeah was just that truly was like maybe more so than Returnal in like a just aesthetic way it was like look at what 
like look at what the PS5 can do, right? Totally. Yeah. And even though I agree that I think the story stuff I liked and I thought it was it was it was good, but like it's not amazing. Um, it, but no, their, their it, facial expressions and that shit, like the way it's delivered visually, yeah, is yeah. is filmic. Yes, agreed. Um, which yeah, the only reason it's not on my list is because it was one of those ones like you've said a couple of times, Tommy, where. When I was done with it, it just kind of vanished. Right. Yeah, for right. Me. But didn't you also hundred percent it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Once I was done a hundred percent again, and I really enjoyed it at the time. I just think that um, it like just didn't quite hit for me as hard with the gameplay, right? Um, because it was like this good platformer third person action game mm-hmm. thing that I think I enjoyed other versions of that more this yeah, year. Yeah, sure. Like sure. Mario and it's different, but like how Metroid did its combat right. stuff and Death Store and like they, they, they're they all different games. But yeah, this was a very, very good game that was one of my honourable ones. Yeah, that, yeah, um, yeah. Just didn't quite make it up this top part with me, but I agree with everything you've said. God, yeah. imagine being someone who's fanging to get a PS5 and hasn't been able to get it and like the one of the big marquee games of the year. Well, I've done it with Returnal. It's like... With two of the big marquee games that are exclusive on it, just hearing people be like, ah. Yeah. I mean, it's uh, good, but. Unpacking was better. Yeah. <laughs> it was good enough that I played every single ounce of it. Yeah. It's um, probably very comforting to the, for those people to know, like, oh, there was a game on Steam that was potentially better. Right. Yeah. yeah. I think visually it's almost unparalleled. Like, yeah. there's some stuff that it's doing uh, with the way it looks and the way it loads and all that technical stuff that, that yes. That second is, world that was yeah, like the kind of cool. swamp. Area yep. where you fly around on the pterodactyl just looks fucking unbelievable. The one where you're jumping back and forth regularly—that's mm. like the installation. Yes, very the, cool. The, like space one. Yeah, mm. yeah. And there's like that one that's the bigger open one where you kind of get to rocket around. Yeah. At some point. The yeah. Sort of deserty sort of. A lot of cool variety and yeah, lots of stuff to do. That all of it was enjoyable and and uh, fun. It just it was a very good game. Yeah. Like, well, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. Oh, that's Insomniac. what it was called. Insomniac, baby. Man, yeah. I, it's after doing fucking Miles Morales as well. Like it came yeah. out six months before it. And I enjoyed that in the same way where it was like, cool, I've played this sort of game before, but this looks incredible mm. and I'll do 100% of it and then forget about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, it, it, yeah, the fuck, man. They're, they're really going to do some shit this generation. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, well, a uh, slightly smaller team made by my number two game of the year. Uh, I talked about it one week ago. Okay. Oh, sorry. In real life, one week ago. Oh. In podcast time. Three weeks ago. Three weeks ago. Is that ago? right? Two weeks ago. Two yeah, weeks ago. Yeah. Two weeks, two episodes ago. Uh-huh. Heavenly Bodies. Wow. Mm. Um, so I'd only played like two missions uh, the last time I talked about it. I've now finished the game. I think it's like seven missions total, so it's not ridiculously long. Unless you have a very hard time coming to grips with the controls. Yeah. Because this is, yeah, again, um, a sort of quappy, getting over it style, physics-based game. Top down, you're an astronaut, no face, no name, no character to you. Um, so and Neil Armstrong. <laughs> I don't know why he would be the pick. He Michael the Collins. Only, yeah, <laughs> he, Michael Collins would have been the... I'm going to edit in that I said Michael Collins <laughs> and rewrite history like Michael Collins wishes he could. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, where you are given a series of instructions, like Ikea style, step by step, to do very complicated things in a very unwieldy uh, anti-gravity situation. And it is hard to describe why it is so good and effective and powerful mm. without just playing it. Um, and it is, it's not an expensive game. It's like $30 or something. 
uh, maybe under that on the PlayStation Store. I think it's still on sale. I got it after you talked about it, and it's. Yeah. I think if you've got PS Plus, it's twenty three or something. Yeah, right. So very, very affordable. Um, it's just everything about the aesthetic, everything about the surprisingly complex controls, uh, the missions it's, it lays out for you, the progression, mm. and then the fucking ending. It's perfect cool it is a perfect version of this like they have nailed it i cannot imagine physics puzzle type of genre whatever you call that type of thing yeah with like a sort of unspoken storyline and a a world that exists through the implications of the style of the graphics you know right yeah the the text that's used the way that things are you know communicated to you that's cool it is i really want to get a second playstation controller so that I could play through this or attempt to play through this before she gets frustrated with it yes, and then never wants to touch it again and yep. now I've spent $120 <laughs> for nothing, uh, play through it with my girlfriend. Yeah, yeah, yes. This is uh, – you can start it as co-op or single player. I can't, I can't imagine playing it co-op because it's very frustrating to play single player. Yeah. It, it really is. Like, and not – like I do tend to get like – Fuck! Frustrated with some games, I had that with some of the Halo Infinite bosses. Of like, right. come on, you just fucking at the last second. This, I didn't feel that way at all. I felt very tranquil. I felt mm. very relaxed. I think because there's no time limit, there's no real. You can't die. There's not like yeah. really stakes. You just like, you just bump around and then you just kind of yeah loop back around again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but then, yeah, some of it is like it feels so rewarding to be like, oh, I managed to grab the... Because you know, oftentimes you're like literally sailing through space and you go, if I can reach my left arm and grab that, then mm. I'm like 75% towards finishing this bit. And if I don't, I'll have to start it again. And it'll, I'll be crawling back to it sort of thing. So right. the way that they have yeah in, integrated the difficulty of it and the challenge so naturally is just really, really impressive and it just, it looks great. It sounds cool. It's presented so like, uh, uh, such a cohesive style uh, brings it all together. So great. it is, yeah, it is the best or the second best experience I've had playing a game this year. Wow. Wow. And yeah, I went and had a look at it on Steam and didn't end up having the time to play it so never bought it. Yeah. uh, It's getting well reviewed. There are people like, who don't seem to, who seem to be struggling with the controls and that's off-putting, but um, I really want to, uh, that's off-putting for them, I mean, but I, I'm yes. really... Because you've talked about it very, very highly. Yeah. To the point of it being your second favourite game of the year, if you weren't aware. <laughs> <laughs> and it really... it It's like, I don't like those physics-y kind of games. Mm. Like, I did not play Getting Over It. Like, I was not drawn to it because of that. Um, I don't know why I bought it. I just... I thought, you know, why not? But yeah, this it's, it is it is very simple. It is just, you know, joysticks, one joystick per hand... You grab with a trigger. It's about it. Right. Yeah. And uh, you do get a real sense of satisfaction of being like four missions in and being like, oh, yeah, if I just like swing myself forward with one arm, I'm sailing through space. I touch lightly on the, the next wall and, I, you know, it, getting that momentum up and getting a sort of mastery of the controls is really satisfying. Cool. This Is, is this another Australian game? Yes, it yeah. is. Wow. Film Victoria logo coming up. Yes. At the... At the when you turn it on, we got I think like a message somewhere, a DM from someone saying that they met the show Bob's. 
Yes. <laughs> <laughs> they met the concept of bobs and they wanted to see them. Uh, they met uh, one of the directors of this game. Oh, cool. And was like, lovely, lovely guy. Really nice guy. Right. Um, so this is, yeah. Arms someone you all can... over the place. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I yeah, didn't speak, but he just handed me a note every now and then. <laughs> had some instructions on it. But um, so, yeah, great game. Heavenly Bodies, check it out. I Yeah, I chucked it on and just kind of started it and did like it, but... I feel like there's that that first like part of it. You're kind of learning how to move yourself around, and and yeah, I was I I liked it, but I was like, uh, not right now. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. This was like that specific moment, not in the mood for it. Yeah. But, um, this is some summer reading. For yeah, us. yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah. great, yeah, great style and everything. Yes, definitely keen to well yeah, play more of it. Speaking of the Film Victoria logo, it is a logo that also shows up at the end of my number two game of the year, which I don't think either of you ended up playing, but it's oh. called The Forgotten City. I started mm. playing it. Right. The ro- ancient Roman stuff. Yeah. Um, it's a bit of a puzzle game. It's kind of like a puzzle game <laughs> in, in my some opinion. ways. Yeah. Um, and it's a time loop game. It is a it is the time loop game of the year for me. Um, yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> Which out of I guess Deathloop was my time loop two, game of the year. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Closely followed by Returnal. And you also had um, 12, 11, 11 minutes? 12 minutes. 12 minutes 12 and minutes. Loop As Hero. one of your mentions. And Loop Hero. Yeah. The, the fucking, it's so fitting. We've said this a number of times. It almost feels like it's Groundhog Day. It's so many times. And Mario, because you die and he comes back to the Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, Every yeah, game f- is a time loop game and a puzzle game. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Including The Forgotten City, which uh, right. is a full game version of a Skyrim mod that, yeah. uh, that someone from, I believe, Melbourne made. Uh, it is set in like this sort of weird ancient Roman underground city that like has some sort of mystical stuff going on and you... Uh, are a modern day person who has fallen back through time into this place. And yeah, you, you're you're an archaeologist. Is that who you are? Or I can't remember uh, if you are specifically uh, mentioned to be that. I think you are. You are in some way not weirded out by archaeology. Yeah, <laughs> I think you're either like you're sort of that, and you're following someone in who is so themselves. Am I allowed to spoil this game? Seeing as neither of you have played it, uh, what, I'd what, say. Go for it. What kind of spoilers are there? Because I've started it. I do like it. The thing that you are... There's... it. I'm not going to spoil it because okay. I don't think a lot of people played it either. And yeah, I think that yeah. finding out about it... There's some games where we needed to spoil them to talk about them. Right. But I don't think this is necessarily one of them because I can comfortably say that the way that it reveals what is going on and stuff gets a little silly in some ways towards the end, but also in a really fun way that I enjoyed. Okay. Uh, But the whole time as you're going through it, what you're doing is walking around this city where there's a small number of residents who are like maybe 20 or so who are kind of have these different problems and want you to help out with them. And you're learning about these people and they're very well written in my opinion. Mm. Um, storylines and dialogue and and very fleshed out characters that they uh they like you it's not a long game it's maybe 10 hours long to get and i think there's three or four different endings but um as you're going through it you get a really good idea of who these people are and what they want and i found it all really well written in that way which is what kept me going through it Mm. because you're going through and trying to solve these little mysteries that they have either by finding more information from someone else in another loop or doing something earlier in the next loop that you find out you need to do you know time loop shit Mm -hmm. yeah um 
But the way that it unfolded and the pace at which it unfolded and the mysteries that it presented to me, I found really engaging. The, uh, the, 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 again, I keep talking about the writing, but that is what this game is. Yeah. The writing yeah. of this game is very good. It's mm-hmm. also presented very well as yes. well. Like it doesn't, when you say Skyrim mod, like obviously that's what it started as. It, this has been properly developed. Yes. It looks great. It doesn't look like Skyrim. It just looks like, you know, it's just a game made in like Unity or Unreal or something like that. Yeah. Like, it kind of like focuses in on the, you know, it has that like Bethesda game first person right. interaction yes. kind of thing. Yes. And then you are picking what to say to them uh, in, in a similar way to that. So you can see the roots of it there. And yeah. then it has some like not amazing combat sections, which I guess is more of that lineage. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I found all of the reasons why you were doing it so creative and engaging that it um, completely sucked me in for mm. the whole time. Uh, which is the second best type of suck you can get. Yep. So, <laughs> I wonder what your number one game is going to be there. <laughs> uh, it, 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 I, I really think that you should play this game if you like stories in games. And okay. I believe it's on Game Pass. I think it is now, I'm yeah. I'm pretty sure that's how I got it, yeah. I, I played it on Steam and I think it's now on everything. Maybe it's not on Switch yet. Right. But I think it's meant to be at some stage but wherever you can get your hands on it if you like um creative writing and storytelling in video games and yeah this sort of adventure game conversation in the way similar but without as much variation really but similar to a disco elysium type of thing yeah sure the game is all about chatting yep uh i really think that this is one of the best games of the year in my opinion, the second best, <laughs> mm-hmm. and it, uh, it is it's it's the death loop like time loop puzzle solving stuff applied to like a dialogue game. Totally, yeah, yeah. It's it, it is a time loop adventure game that I just really, really, uh, completely sank into, uh, and yeah, it um, it really impressed me. Mm. Film Victoria mm. funding some of the top games of the year. Yeah. It's great that one, two, and now like three yeah. of our games are Australian. Yeah. That doesn't happen as much. Yeah. Yeah. As American or Japanese games. Sure. Untitled Goose Game led the charge. Yeah. Pretty much. I can't off the top of my head remember that many others that have been this high up in our ranking. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. And this is all happening naturally. The fact that they're Australian... I think for all of these games, we found out after the fact, yes. or literally in the credits, with it being like, "Oh, this was funded by my government." Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, my so taxpayer dollars at work. I made this game. Yeah, yep. yeah, it, yeah. Really, literally, really cool game. The taxes I paid for doing a podcast about games. <laughs> yeah, are funding games. And now they're getting a good review off of that game. So, if anything, give me the money from this game. Yeah, yeah. Yep. We'll sell out directly. (laughs) (laughs) Really, really, really enjoyed The Forgotten City. Uh, So, yeah, if you like writing or reading, I suppose, (laughs) (laughs) and listening to pretty good voice acting and, you know, playing a good adventure game, I reckon this is the best you can do for that this year. Well, hey, a game that I really, really enjoyed is my number one game of the year. Oh, Here we are. This is it. This is our top. This is it. I reckon it sounds like you two might have the same number. No, no, no. no, no, I think you two have the same number one. I've already said it. The, the one that Ben is going to say. So oh. we all have different We all have ones. different games of the year. Right. Which is exciting Whoa. for me. So 
That's going to make the tally even more interesting. Uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> ben leapt out of his chair to lean forward. I'm actually excited. <laughs> this is the year to tally. Yeah. We've never tallied before because I think we've had matching games of the year yeah, relatively yeah. often, or at Generally, least the top three yeah. have been. Yeah. Uh, so, Tommy, would you reveal... For the people at home. My number one game of the year, Yakuza, Like a Dragon. Yes. Came out very end of 2020. It did indeed. Uh, and at the time... Breaking the rules and committing a crime by I picking know. an old game I know. in the style of a member of the Yakuza. Uh, yes. yes. That's all I wanted to say. Sorry to interrupt. <laughs> I was... Uh, yeah, I, I, yeah, end of 2020. By the time it was out on uh, all those current-gen consoles, the... The PS5 had just come out. I'd just gotten one and it yeah. was like coming out not all that long after. And I think when it came out on the PS4 and everything, I had a bit of a backlog already and I was like, you know what, I'll wait. And probably a little bit of a cheat, but it came out so late in the year last year that I wouldn't have finished it by talking about the game a year then anyway. Yeah, yeah I, I remember just having it as an honourable mention, I think, which uh, it's much better than that. I'd literally probably right. play like two hours when we talked about it. Yeah. But yeah, we it, both it finished it this year. It takes probably about four to really get going. And then it takes about, what, 65 to finish? Something like that. Yeah. And I, I just went, you know what? It's, yeah, it's technically, it's not a, it's not a true blue 2021 release, but I did not enjoy anything more and this you know year. The, yeah. like the ps5 version of it which is you are putting up there that did come out this yeah, year. yeah exactly yeah exactly yes. and that's why i held off because i was like oh look i'm just gonna wait until the yeah the the next version comes out and yep. it, we yeah but uh it, there's no difference between the versions no. honestly there is negligible visual difference but right. which is maybe a shame um to have held off on it <laughs> until I don't know then, what, yeah, I think it was an exclusivity thing with... But yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I Yeah, I loved it. It's it's kind of parallel to Persona 5 for me yes. in terms of the the scope of it, the relationship stuff. It's very, like, it's pretty, pretty basic RPG combat, but the story of it, the world, the characters, yeah, just all of it I just absolutely got hooked in on. Yeah. I loved it so much and, yeah, I couldn't... Yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't not include it. I didn't enjoy anything more this year. Yeah, I, I I love it. I think the, I guess when you boil it down, the combat is pretty typical, but it's it has a more of a focus on like different kinds of physical abilities. Like, yeah. it's not just like attack, magic, blah blah. You know, it's like attack and then skills, and then there's like twenty five skills per character, and like if you level them up enough, you'll get one that's like got an ice elemental and you're like, why is that useful? Oh, because a boss like near the end yeah. is only weak to ice. Like, right. Yeah. And like the, the, I love the weird in game justifications for how you yes. uh, do like changing your um, class of everyone in your party. You go to the unemployment office and yeah. get a new job. Like you have all this kind of, yeah. So it's basically your, um, you're a, you're an ex Yakuza guy who's been kicked out. You're essentially homeless. Yep. You meet up with a bunch of other people who are all kind of like... Vagabonds and losers. Yeah. Vagabonds and you just basically have to like kind of take on the Yakuza and you find out all this dodgy shit they've been doing. Really, like one of the typical... Uh, typically complicated and um, melodramatic Yakuza stories that there's like 15 twists in it. Yeah. <laughs> like it really... It's... Complicated, but in a really fun and sort of infernal affairsy kind of way of yeah. like, a, like, what the a, fuck's happening now? Now, like a, like, like a curly whirly, <laughs> kind of like it's a curly 15 whirly. Fun little twists in yeah. it. Yeah, 
I'm More in. substance <laughs> than a curly whirly. A curly okay. whirly, you're not really getting bang for your buck in terms of chocolate bar. It's mostly air. Disappointingly chewy every time. Yeah. I always forget yeah. how fucking chewy and stick to your teeth a curly whirly mm. is. Yeah. Anyway, but sorry. You've got to get sharper teeth to just go <laughs> through pincers. the coffee. Yeah. yeah. Snickers, best chocolate bar of the year. Mm. Yeah, maybe I've picnic. Got, maybe it's a good picnic. One. I've been having a lot of Snickers, I will say. Mm. Yeah, yeah you've been up laughing at me over in the corner <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> but yeah, I loved this picnic, picnic, right the way up until the end. The gameplay, the story, everything about it. And the and the little the camaraderie that this, yeah, little, that this yeah. little gang have. It's a, it's a story about, yeah, friendship. And there's all these like pretty corny on paper bits, but it's like, right. you know, near the end, like, no, we're a... We're a team and we're your friends and we're here for each other and that and just all that stuff while it's like you're talking about the Yakuza and it's like some of the way that you're helping your friends out are like, I have a gun so I'm going to shoot people in battle. It's like, <laughs> yeah. but having this kind of like goofy friendship story. It's really it, goofy, it's like, yeah, right? It, it, it's silly. It's hard. It's not like Persona or something like that. It's not over the top uh, sort of anime style or anything. Mm. It's like quirky Japanese TV style. Like... The business. What is the business that you have? It's like a eggs. Is it an egg business? Uh, this like was sweets business. Yeah, yeah. There's that's like right. a whole it's business a management like team a, in it. Like a curly whirly. Yeah, yeah, I guess you're so curly. This was the sticking point. Oh no, you point. have a chicken friend. That's why I think eggs. <laughs> <laughs> this was a sticking point for you guys as well, where you have to sort of grind out that business at some point. Yep. I yep. remember. I remember that coming up where you were like, "Oh, I've got to make twenty million dollars from this." Yes. Oh, you, there's a. I found out pretty late on because I was getting whooped by a boss, and I looked up a guide, and then found out that there's a new character that you, that only joins your party if you get to a certain point in the business management sim. So yeah. I was like, I oh, fuck. All right. And it's it's complete. When you find it, it's completely optional. Yeah. And right. you could still do the game without having this that like girl in your party, but like the side stuff in Royal almost, where it was like the extra character who you could find or could. Yeah, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. But it's, more, it's, it's like a, like you know, in Final Fantasy VII, the OG game, like there's like two characters that you just don't have to get if you don't Yuffie go there. Vincent, right? Yeah. I've so played a game before. It don't is like worry. it's that sort of thing of like, cool. yeah, you just don't have to do it if you don't want to. It's yeah. crazy that it's an RPG because I haven't played a second of this yet, and yeah. I the only Yakuza game I played a lot of was Zero, right? Which I really enjoyed and had all these same sort of things of the silliness and the like, mm. the fun characters, all the side stuff. There's a go, there's a like a racing little yeah, component yeah. of this, like right. a go karting thing that's had like that sort of watered down, not watered down, but like basic version of beat 'em up combat rather right. than JRPG thing. Yeah, which, and it's it's yeah, yeah, it's funny that roughly around the same time that Persona and Yakuza kind of like flipped what they were doing. Mm. Right. Uh, yeah, that's, yes, that's true. Swapped. Um, also weird that I believe in Japan the series is called Like a Dragon. Yes. Uh, Resident Evil did the same thing with exactly, Seven, yeah, where it was yeah. Resident Evil Seven Biohazard or Biohazard Seven Resident Evil. Yeah. And so this is Yakuza Like a Dragon or Like a Dragon Seven Yakuza. I believe so. Yeah. Maybe. Or maybe it's just Like a Dragon Seven. Okay. Right. No, yeah. it's. I think it's got some completely different type of name. Yeah, it makes sense that they yeah. would just never use the word yeah. Yakuza there. Exactly. Though, so. yeah. 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 But um. Yeah, and like the the kind of in world justification for why you're doing these RPG turn based yeah. fights, which is always like a weird thing in video games, where it's like, okay, here's a battle. Now, why are we all waiting our turn? Yeah, right. Is that when your character, like your character, when he was in jail, I think, or previous when he was a kid, he he was like, he talks about how he's like, I was obsessed with the Dragon Quest games. Yeah. I love those Dragon Quest games, and so when I'm in fights, that's how I'm picturing it. And it's like <laughs> this, and there's points where like you're you go in battle, and then it's like when the battle starts, it kind of flips to his point of view, and everyone's wearing like dumb costumes. Yeah, and yeah. You can have co- you have costumes that the 
yeah, that the characters are just wearing in battle and then yeah. when they're in the real world, they're in their real clothes. And I think from memory, the new game plus thing is you can then wear those dumb costumes like out in the street. Oh, great. You unlock the ability to do that. But yeah, I just, I, yeah, I, I loved it. So it many sounds so good. I had such a good time with it. It again, I think I finished it off in a in a little mini lockdown that we had earlier right. in the year. So it was just kind of a maybe that's what it's like. Again, having a really long game to sort of take you through a big chunk of lockdown is uh, just always yeah resonates very well for me. It had those good difficulty spikes as well. Of yeah, yeah. like you said that this next boss you were going to die to you know five times in a row and be like okay I got to go do something else to approach this differently but then all the sub quests are so creative yep. and funny like mm. all like little like oh find the statues or like you know do, this guy has a weird like a weird problem that you have to solve for him yep. like th- that kind of stuff the writing in those is super funny super creative I think yeah. it's now a top 5 of all time for me Yeah I think it's up there for me as well I feel bad that I couldn't have technically included on any list. <laughs> it came out at a weird middle <laughs> yeah. stage yeah. for you, yeah. but uh, man, it sounds uh, like I've just, I wish I'd have played this. Yeah, JRPGs yeah. are, they're, yeah, they're such a big ask because yeah. they're such a big time commitment. Yeah. And especially this one too. Uh, like f- with all of them, it takes a long time to get going. and It, it takes a particularly takes so long, long time. And, yeah. it, and it really then over the course of it, 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 Peaks and valleys. I think because yeah. you and I were playing it, we were sort of at the same point. Yes, roughly at the same time for most of the time we were playing it. Yeah, and one of us had been at a point where we were like, uh, getting a, you know something happens that's like a big twist, and then the bit after that's a little dull, and you're like, uh, and then it comes right back up. Yeah. Like it's yeah, you sort of really do have to play the whole thing of it to get yeah. the full ex- like weight of the story and everything. I've always me. wanted to as well. And then it has that thing for me that I, I know that this is one where you can jump in, but it's got that seven in there. So I started at zero mm. and I do want to play all of these games because all of them seem good. Yeah. Yeah. You know, this so is unrelated. This is completely, it's completely it's unrelated. The same all I've ever heard. It's never going to make a difference to the way my brain <laughs> in thinks. In fact, Seven's not in the title. Yeah, seven's not. Oh, really? Seven. No, yeah. it's Yakuza Like a Dragon. It is. The, I need to. <laughs> the only yeah. one you need I to have I played yeah. is Zero. Okay. Because there's one character that shows up where, for me, I was like, ah, uh-huh, from Zero. Yeah. Um, But apart from that, yeah, you can go in cold. God damn, it sounds good. They're all on Game Pass now. All yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. pretty sure all of the Yakuza games are. A game that I did not go in cold on, I had heard very, very glowing things from a bunch of different people yeah is my number one game of 2021 a little game that i and the makers like to call <laughs> inscription fucking finally yeah <laughs> so it's also tommy's fourth and it was my third ben's number one number one game of the year uh what a fucking creative Use of the gameplay format. Yeah. It tells such a cool, fun little story, but it more than that, I think, builds an atmosphere yeah. that you probably can't do in any other medium. And it really, agree, like, yeah. so much of it is having the rug pulled out from under you Yes, by the way that it's marketed. Everything that you see of it on the Steam Store page and everything yep. is from the first third of it yep. and kind of what it markets itself as. And once again, big spoilers for yep. the big entirety of this spoilers. game. We've been warning you, you for fucking months. <laughs> yeah. Too bad. Literally, I think a month and a week or something. Yeah. And out of all of these, this is the one where we need to spoil it to talk about it. Right, yes. yeah. So, yeah. Um, it, it kind of reminded me a bit of Last of Us 2 in that 
so much of the effect of it is that having the rug right. pulled out from under sure. you and it doing a hard shift uh, at a certain point where you're like, whoa, hang on. And yeah. so much of the challenge is not just mechanically what you're doing, but mentally going, what the fuck is hap- is this the game now? Yeah. Is right. this just like a few minutes or is it going back or what's fucking happening here? Because the, the haunted video game thing, which is kind of the story it's doing, has has been done before. Yes. By this same personal team. I think it's like one person I think mainly. it's one dude, yeah. Pony Island is apparently a similar thing, which right. I really want to play now. Yeah. But yeah, it's like when you start the game, it only has the option to continue game. Yeah. Yes. And that... You don't really think about it first, but it's kind of weird. And then you play through that first third, which is this really fantastic, um, like run-based card game. Yeah, which deck I was, building. Yeah, yeah, which I was already in on. And and again, same with Last of Us too. You know, you're making your progress. You feel yeah. like you get your head around it. You, yeah. And then all of a sudden, you're like, oh, I can't. I don't really want to be doing this other thing. Like I just wanted it to be. Yeah. And in fact, they're now bringing out a little mod that is just a roguelite version of the yeah. first third of this it's game. It's like a beta update now that you can opt into, but then it'll be an update update once it's all polished. Yes. I guess. Yeah. Um, and it's interesting for because it's your game of the year. Yeah. And that was the part of it that you seemed the least interested in was the cardi kind of part of it. I think at the time. Yeah. Initially, I yeah. think I found it very difficult. Right. And and repetitive, and I was like, okay, I think I get it. Like, come on, okay. Yeah, you just got to keep beating the bosses and... And a cool spooky vibe at that point and like a good... Love the like, vibe, love the music. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah, the, yeah. The way the, like, the card game is kind of like laid out, the little sounds of the little teeth kind of like clucking yep. on the table. The bit I love the bit where um, you get up to a, a level, a level, you know, a battle, a card yeah. battle where the opponent has a... Uh, like an urn with a power on it right where it like goes twist lock and yeah. it goes red that kind of like the impact of that is very well like directed and programmed i guess mm. yeah I, and that sensibility is throughout the whole thing yes that uh, yeah i totally agree works but so well i came to love the card game right is the point like the more i played it the more i mastered it the more i sort of understood Oh yeah, you got to build up, you know, the, a couple of these types. Remember, when you do get the option to get a squirrel on an urn, it could be a great way to modify the game. Like yeah. you just pick up the 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 way to sort of master this kind of card game. I got some of the little uh, what are they called? The little totem things. Yes. Yeah. That I think it was like every time I played a squirrel, it regenerated another squirrel in my hand. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. that was like I think that up and that was like the best run I had. It was like the second last run I did before I got to the. Second bit of it Yeah But just that It was like Oh I'm Invincible now <laughs> yeah. I can just play Fucking Basically whatever I want Yeah uh, Like That's any cool. card I can just put it down And like Unlocking that And working that out And going Okay Now I'm actually I'm off here And yeah. then Losing out on a run of that Right near the end And then going back to the start And being like Fuck And that was yeah. the point Where I was like Alright Maybe I've Maybe this is the point Where I've hit the wall with this Not right. knowing what was coming afterwards right. But it's like If this is a, a I'm I'm never going to have a run as good as that again. Right. So, you know. But then, like, this is the way with, I guess, roguelike games or run-based games is it's you're still learning stuff throughout that run that you will apply to the next one, even if you don't have that squirrel totem. Totally. Because it's now, it's like I know, because I wasn't really putting too much stock in the totems before that. I was, like, treating them as, like, a bit random and didn't, yeah, super see the value in them. But then, yeah, you have a good run that is down to that and you go... Okay, now I got to try and make this happen again when yeah. I go into the little totem crafter person. And yeah. the items, knowing that, like, yeah, there's this one where you can 
pull one of your teeth out of your face yeah. and, and put it in the opponent's little cup that makes their health go down. Yeah. Uh, like figuring out how useful each one of those items can be. Realizing that they often, you often get given new items. Yeah. So it's better to use them to stay in the game right. yep. rather than hold on to them in case you might need them later. And at some point being able to see further ahead in the map like the the path that you could take and knowing, oh, well, I'll use all my items in this difficult battle coming right. up because there'll be someone to replenish them later on. And like you're- Or just constantly getting new pack rat cards because that's what you get yep. when you right. have full items. I mean, like, yeah, this is a good card. Happy yeah. to get another one of these. Fuck, I want to play it now. <laughs> oh, man, it's so good because then like all the cards that get made of the one that you- So like deliberately getting cards that you're going to want to use when you die because he takes that photo of you to build a new card and having like okay well I'll be able to get the health from this one and then da 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 God I made some fucking good death cards so good like zero costs like four oh my god so by the end of those runs you potentially have this deck that is decimating the guy but then it'll get used against you I think at that point like he starts using your death cards in that final battle and so if you've made these great ones you're like oh fuck and then it repeats that because yeah you get through this fucking really cool card game yep that has this great visual style of like this kind of mid 90s 3d early 3d mm-hmm. this kind of escape room portion that's going on separately yeah it feels a bit like that fucking vhs game was it like nightmare or something or i think i know that i don't yeah. know what, what yeah. specific thing did it you is, guys manage yeah. to do the thing there's like one of the puzzles in the escape roomy bit is like there's a thing on the wall that's like a specific layout of the cards, right? Yes. I don't know if it's randomly generated or not, but it for is me, every it was different like, run. Oh, okay. I had like a, it was a moose and a um, squirrel on certain points of the board, and I was right. like, I was thinking that's what I've got to do to like progress. I kept trying to do that, but I could never get that done. Did you I guys get that done? I think I did it, and you just get another card or oh, something. Okay. Maybe yeah. that's when the wolf comes out because you get like a, the the stoat who's talking to you, yep. and then a ladybug who's dead, and then a wolf. Yep. Who are these characters? Yeah. Maybe it wasn't the wolf because it seems no, like we No, the all wolf got those. is in something else. He's like. He's in. He's frozen in something or. Mm. Yeah, I there are remember. these little bits that are in the, the the house that you can get up and walk around. That yeah, are puzzles that different parts of maybe the game will give you a clue as to how to do them, and, mm-hmm. and you slowly develop this thing. Um, like the code for a safe is written on the description of a card in the instruction manual. Go, oh fuck! Hang on, code da da da. Yeah, oh, yeah. All right, I'll get up and go and try that. He pulls your eye out at one point and gives you a replacement eye that you. One of them has these weird glyphs on it and yes. then you put that one in and you can see these other clues that are written there by someone else. Yeah, you go that's I think you go look at the cuckoo clock. Maybe that's where the wolf is. Maybe, yeah. yeah. You put so, it to a certain time and uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's all so fucking satisfying just going through this bit and then you get this really cool ending with this big purple moon and like all this cool shit that it's been a really fun game. That's right. You have to beat you have to kill the moon. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. And he like with this really cool and kind of threatening um opponent who mm. like when he's putting on all the different masks and stuff it's really well animated very satisfying game that then <laughs> finishes yeah shows you so uh, and and this like menu screen of like a, a like camcorder a app or something yeah yeah pops up with these videos of this youtuber yep. <laughs> like talking about his card game channel where he's like hey we've got you know fruits of the forest we're going to open some packs or whatever it's called yeah yeah 
and then you you because you've had kind of this story unraveling where it's like these cars cl- clearly have some souls trapped in them because that's what's happening. The cars are talking to you and they're talking about the guy that you're playing, the creepy yeah. guy yeah. that's in the shadows that you can't see, and they're like, "Oh, fucking, he's another one that he's trapped in. Yeah, yeah. Maybe we can outsmart him this time. Is this is this guy the right guy to do it?" Yeah. And then that first rug pull is like real FMV footage yep. Yep. of a human being. Um, I think an actor who isn't the guy who made it. I think so. Yeah, I think he's. I looked up the credits. He's a yeah. different guy. Yeah, and it is. And look, it is a low budget game that is <laughs> yeah. made by one person. But this is probably the weakest point of the game is the acting of the yeah. person and people in these scenes. Yeah. To me, yes, yep, I agree with that. And it's a bit of a shame because it's doing a cool thing, and he's finding this fucking floppy disk in the woods and whatever. And so he gets a card. He finds he gets ins- he, he's he's buying inscription. Yeah, packs. he finds the inscription right. card game. Yeah, limited run card game. Yeah, from he's the like, early oh, I haven't 90s. seen one of these in ages. And yeah. he and gets him at a garage sale or something. Yeah, yeah, and on one of the cards, there's written a little uh, coordinates. So he goes there on the map, uh, and he finds yeah this floppy disk, which then gets put into the computer, and you get the option to start a new game, and you start a new game and play a second game. Yeah, which is like a top-down RPG thing with a completely different variant of this card game now. Yep, where there are four different types of card that each have different ways of pairing them up. Yep. and different uh, methods of play, and you'd play this entire second, not quite as fun, yep. but the second yep. game that is very cool still. And in yeah. this one, you're actually yeah, you've got a you're lot a more freedom in how you build your deck because yep. yeah. you can you, I sort of di- like you can choose to sort of ignore some of the classes of yep. like types of card. And you, you probably s- should. Right? Yeah. Yeah, That's the, yeah. 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 You can stack it with a bunch of like zero cost attacking cards. Like you can, I think it's 20 or 21. You just, yeah, you can pick, you can actually pick your deck. You can go infinite as well. You can right. just add 100 out of 20. You've got to have a minimum of 20. But what I did was just added every beast card. Right. And then I was unstoppable. Yeah. Right. yeah. Um, which not, was fun. It, it's, it is fun to tackle that section of the game being like, well, now I know how to play this card game. And I found it a lot easier than that first section. The first right. section of the game, I feel like, is the toughest. Possibly. Probably the for me. The first part, just, just getting your head around yeah. to where it becomes second nature. And yeah, there's yeah. Com- completely new mechanics for some of the cards in this bit where like, yeah. I started with like, okay, I guess I'll be the wizard and couldn't figure out how to play with the magic I think deck. the wizard one is the hardest, yeah, yeah. for sure, yeah. So swapping back over to the beast thing, which is kind of... Uh, Similar to the first one you're playing helped a lot. I, I did the all the death cards. That's what right. I focused on because right. they were similar to the base one, but like, yeah, little different mechanics and stuff. And having those ones that like come back to life and shit, or just are like right. there yep. to be thrown away as cannon fodder was really cool. And it gives you just enough of that one yep. again, and then takes you to a third game, um, which is was maybe my favorite one weirdly because I. You're you're getting sort of more rows of these uh, like robot cards where yeah. like this robot character who is now like I'm gonna get out of the game and I'm fucking, the villain yeah uh, and he takes you through this sort of like um, up down left right roguelike kind of map yep where you've got to walk around again and play this new variant of the card game sorry this new um, coronavirus of the <laughs> yes. Um, card game that uh, I yeah I really loved that third one for some reason. Yeah, me yeah, too. I think I still it's like it's like with anything. I think my favorite is always the first. Sure, yeah. or something the first one that you're exposed to. But 
Yeah, over over time because it does become a lot more intricate, I think, than the first one. And mm. you're sort of building up your one team of cards more and more in that yes. third one, which yes. I liked. You're adding on to like this uh, smaller group of, of, of a deck that you're using. And I just really like the mechanics of like these lanes yeah. that is similar to the first one, but like kind of expanded upon really fucking clever, cool, fun card mechanics throughout the whole thing. And then this is the to point... To come up with three good games, yeah. basically. Is, and then this yeah. is the point where you have boss battles that are all pretty different. Like it's I Pretty had, out there, man. I had, oh, yeah. <laughs> I had bits where it, it... There's a bit where the boss you're fighting uh, goes onto the internet to right. use information to use against you. Yeah. And a card showed <laughs> yeah. up that was Ben. Yeah. Was Ben's Same. photo from Twitter. It shows you your Steam... <laughs> Steam Friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. Um, then there's another one where instead of I can't remember 100% what the setup of it is, but it's like instead of uh, picking a card, you have to pick a file from your computer, and the amount of damage that it's going to do me is relative to how big this how, file how is. How old the file is at one point as well. Yeah, oh, there's di- yes. yeah. Sorry, there's different yeah. ones. Yeah, yeah, the, maybe the, yeah, the first two. round, it's like, and I was like, oh, thank fuck, I've got like all these Photoshop files from design. I got a bunch of big video files. Yeah, I'll put on yeah. There so that, that I've edited for the channel. <laughs> is why. Yeah, you put Tommy's uh, face over the woman's. <laughs> <laughs> I had a, I had this happen where it wouldn't let me access certain folders on my computer. Oh, like in the mm. game, you go to go into some bits, and it's like no. So I just. Alt tabbed out of the game and moved some of the screen recordings oh. I'd done for the videos that we'd done for this because yes. they were like, you know, 20 gig or whatever. Yeah. And then just moved them into a folder that I knew it did let me access yeah. and then go back in. And I don't know if that's by design, maybe that it, – because it, I felt like I really was taking on the game just at a completely different level to yeah. what the actual and challenge was. At some point it was like, don't pick too valuable of a file because I might delete it or something yeah. like that. I don't yeah. know if it actually did that. Um, sort of Doki Doki Literature Club yeah. style Like yeah And then at one point It's like Pick the oldest file And I just installed Windows 11 on the thing And like uh, wiped my computer Right Basically So my oldest file Was nine days old <laughs> So I, that one was really hard for me But like yeah, fuck. And then it like It gets you to make a card That you're going to give To someone else Yep And then it's like By the way I hope you didn't make it shit Because you get this one as well Or something like you that get, like, You only you get this one For this round or something Doing yeah. little tricks And fun stuff like that That you know, if you wanted to be super critical, it is all stuff that's been done in other very creative, very cool and and recent and, you know... Uh, cutting edge. Cutting edge yeah. and fun and thoughtful games. But I hadn't really played any of them before. Sure. So yeah, it, it, yeah. it had the effect of being... I mean, I think the only one I really played like this was Doki Doki and yeah. I didn't really like that. So right. this just... This just hit with me. But this one's certainly doing it a lot more lighthearted and fun kind of a way. Yeah. And I think I have played a lot of those games and just the the like cohesion of the aesthetic, the mm. specific creativity in this one yeah. and the way it all combines together uh, is the best that I've seen it done. Totally. Yeah, I yeah. agree. Uh, like the 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 it, it, it is your game of the year for a reason. It is my game of the year. Yeah. Yes. It's my and third. I, I don't know if it will come out on other stuff because I don't think his other yeah, one did. Right. I'm not sure either. And so I much think it's on Switch already, actually, now that we say it, but I don't know how it handles I those bits. Don't and think maybe it I'm is. thinking of some other shit. I think you're thinking of something else. I, I haven't seen it announced because I've been yeah, saying right. to some people, they're like, oh, yeah, no, I just, I'll have to wait until it comes. Like, oh, if you can just borrow a, a laptop from someone. Yeah. Because 
I mm. think the fact that it's so much of the whole like setup of it is that it's is that in the world of the game it's running on a PC. Yeah, that's true. And all those things about accessing files, it's it just is. I don't know how they would translate it, and uh, yeah, I just think it's there's just something about the fact that it is actually running on a PC. I think I really agree. does add to it. And I yeah, I don't mm. believe that guy's other game is on. Anything. I, so, I don't think so either. Yeah. So, but if he didn't do it for that, like, yeah. I can, yeah. It's I, true. Yeah. And then towards the end, it shows you a fourth and a fifth, like small parts of a fourth and a fifth game that oh, I yes. also want to play more of. Yeah. Like if if he put these updates to just be able to play infinite versions of each of these games, oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd, mate, I'd suck him off. <laughs> I, I'm not going to go that far, but like firm handshake, <laughs> yeah. okay, for sure. Yeah. What are the or an elbow bump. The, there's the 3D there's like, like kind of chess one. one. And there's like a chess one you play for a bit with yeah. um, the uh, other that's woman, right. with the witch woman. Yeah, that's right. Sort of a yes. graveyard chess thing. That's right. And then, yeah, you get this like dodgy looking 3D thing in the style of like, yeah, those mid 90s 3D FX kind of games. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's all so well put together, so creative, really pulls you through the whole thing as well. Like yep. that roguelike format doesn't uh, make it less. Uh, accessible or something that's not the right way of saying what i mean but like it doesn't hold the momentum or anything no yeah it feels yeah. like it is a right to begin with it's like oh okay i get what this is but it's not and yeah. the and the subsequent the uh acts of it aren't roguelite like that first bit you have yeah, to all do in one hit and then the yeah. other ones all have that's true the, the second that is a relief yeah. it's like the pokemon trading card game on the game boy a little yeah. bit where right. you're getting extra packs and stuff yeah yeah um but yes, it, true. But Getting the like blister packs and like the holographic cards and stuff. Like, oh man, all of that detail was so like. I guess it's nostalgic, but it's mm. also perfectly integrated into the reality of this yeah. game, and then yeah. connects to the framing story as well. Like, and yeah, as as uh, you know, am not amateurish as. Not perfect, the acting is. The story's still cool. Yes, it's pretty ominously cut together and stuff. Yeah. Um. It, uh, yeah, it's like a seven out of ten in a yeah. eleven out of ten game. When you're watching him do his like to camera stuff, yeah. that's that's for his YouTube channel, and you're like, okay, I mean, I guess the way that some of these guys present is a bit like kind of naff, and they seem like they're reading a script very badly. And then the bits where he's having to act scared that a mysterious woman has shown up at his doorstep, you're like, oh, okay, yeah, <laughs> yeah. but it's completely but forgivable. Yeah, because yeah, it's like, totally. such a small part of it's it. It's still in service of a aesthetic that is not broken yeah. somehow. Yeah. Like it really does all hold together like perfect. And the story and the writing is really good. The ending kind of got me a bit because yeah. like it's you know that it it just works super well. And even when you are just playing the bits that are the games that this. Has have been made for this game. Yes, they're really good games. Yeah, as yeah, well. they are. yeah, yeah. Just yeah, a good pick for game of the year. Mm. Thank you. I would say, in terms of just sheer creativity. Yeah, in like of design of a game, I think it's yeah, it would be my number. If that was the only criteria, yeah, yeah, then yeah, I think it's undeniably the most the, like it's the most creative game of the year. I agree with that, and yeah. like it's an all timer for me in terms of we'll be talking about this as a reference point for a bunch of things. Yes, in yeah. the future, totally. I think the Forgotten City. I just liked the writing a bit more because it was more focused or something like that. Like it, th- these top few could be mug- muggled around. Mm. Yeah, mm. yeah. Okay. Except for <laughs> my number one game of the year. Yeah. Which is sort of a cheat. 
sort of like yours, Tommy. God, Ooh. you guys are bloody couple of cheaters over but here. But not really. Okay. Because there, it, it is my game of the year for this year is Final Fantasy XIV. Yeah, it is the game I enjoyed playing the most during this year. No, I think that this counts. People have listed Endwalker, Endwalker came yeah. out, yep. and yeah. it is an ongoing game. So, yep. what yeah. is a release date anymore as well? And hey, of. it's off sale now. Yeah. So by the time they put it back on sale, it'll be 2022. So you could even have it in there next year. Yeah. That's a really good point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Man, and it was kind the of carry over champ. It, the, the game is so popular that they took it off sale. And yeah. I don't know if that's still the case as of today, the 30th, but like I went, I am going to be spending some time away from home with only my laptop, which is a Mac. And I was like, I'll buy the fucking Mac version. And play. <laughs> I can't. Uh, yeah, I'm not yeah, allowed to. Yes. Yeah. But uh, absence man. makes the heart grow fonder, Nox. You'll yeah, appreciate no. it more. Not when you've paid for game time. <laughs> but also, like, that is part of it that as an ongoing game, I think this is the best example of, like, a service game. Because, like, so they've had problems with um, the servers for logging in. That yeah. isn't the good example part. But there's been huge well, long queues. Well, I'm tuning out now, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> huge long queues because it's been so popular because of all mm. the lockdowns and stuff was a big part of why it started gaining some momentum with all the stuff that's fucking been shit with, like, Blizzard and Activision this year. Some people have left World of Warcraft. Right. Partly because of the quality of that game, partly because of the quality of that company. And so this has been where they've migrated to. Right. Mm. Uh, And so there's been a big influx of players that they literally weren't able to purchase the hardware for new servers for because of ongoing shortages and shit. So their response to that has been to massively apologize, Mm. give people... 21 days at this point of free time in the game, mm-hmm. even though you can still play, it's just long wait times for, for certain regions and certain mm. times. And like their their interaction with the people who play this game is great. Right. Compare that to like something like Destiny or whatever that are these ongoing games where like they're charging for stuff now that they used to give to people for free. They right. Char- they take content away from you because they're like, oh, the file's too big. It's like... <laughs> That's your problem. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. The fix isn't to take away a game I've bought. Mm. If you have a disc copy of the original Destiny 2, you can't play any of that shit anymore. Yeah, yeah that's crazy. Uh, anyway, my game of the year is complaining about games. <laughs> <laughs> but fun, uh, yeah, <laughs> kind of. It's a fun hobby. The, <laughs> it's called Filthy Casuals. <laughs> Final Fantasy XIV itself, though, is fucking great. Yeah. It is constantly trying to be fun. I, like, and I've said that about a few games, but this one in particular is just so interested in making you have a good time at all it's, times. It's like Yakuza in that way of like, yes. we're just throwing a bunch of fun stuff at you to do in fun aesthetics, with fun totally. characters. It's, yeah. It doesn't take itself too seriously, but there's a really great story running through it. It takes forever to get to heaps of the stuff. That is mm. one thing where literally this game is designed to be a time sink. Right. right. But the yeah. stuff that it is doing during that time is so well written and so engaging and really uh, enjoyable and, and, and lighthearted and fun and like fresh and creative, even though it is this like MMO, which normally are kind of repetitive. That's part of what they are. And right? it's also a Final Fantasy game right. where it's like. It's. I think with every Final Fantasy game, to an extent, it is taking these recognizable characters and potions and enemies and stuff. Yeah. But again, in in fourteen, it's presenting it in a brand new way, giving it, yes. giving you something new to do with it, with and so much, putting it in a new context, and so much character to it, and yeah. so much. Uh, variety of all these different things you can do like there every one of the different dungeons has these the fun little intro cinematics for example where like a little thing pops up in front of you and it just looks 
like it wants to entertain you. <laughs> yeah, Do you yeah, know what yeah. I mean? The game just really feels like it is fun to hang around with because you are hanging out with it because it's all these other people on it mm. who have been the 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 nicest group of online people in a game that I've come across. Where like, yeah. I fucked something up the other day uh, in like a in a in a. I thought like, you were gonna say I fucked someone's <laughs> mum and then I told him and he wasn't even pissed off about it. They're great guys on there. <laughs> but like, so this person sort of explained to me how this mechanic worked right. in the chat thing because they're like, okay, I think you're getting this a bit wrong, but it goes like this. Not like you fucking idiot, you were meant to do this. They mm. were like, oh hey, it looks like you're maybe not doing this, but so like just being called dumb yeah. in a nice way is really yeah. a, I, I, just a pleasant change of pace. I noticed just going through a few of the towns that I you know was going through with some of the quests that I was doing. Like yeah, you pass through just a group of people chatting and like yeah, mo- they don't know each other. Like it's just a bunch of like funnily dressed characters, but like. You just walk past and they're talking about like a movie they saw recently. Yeah. Like, oh, this seems like an actually nice Pretty place wholesome. to hang out. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. People dressed in Christmas shit at the moment. Is right. Nice, but like <laughs> stupid looking Christmas shit. Yeah. Um, like, yeah, it applies all of that Final Fantasy um, uh, fondness and nostalgia in, in cool ways that aren't, I don't think, uh, too like... Ah, it's a Final Fantasy right. game. So you'll put up with this. Yeah. It's fun. Um, it, it pretty much, yeah, that is a... St- a thing with Final Fantasy, right? It's like, it doesn't feel like fan service. It feels like integrating good stuff into a new version of it. When you finish the first part of like the original... So this isn't also the original thing that came out. This is like basically an immediate remake of that game that still carries on the story from that game. Yeah, So I've like looked up what some of those bits are and there's a really good documentary by the YouTube channel No Clip, which is like interviews with all of the people and about how they the initial release of Final Fantasy XIV was fucked and people hated it and then they remade it really quickly. Yeah, they blew the world up. (laughs) And the same director of this is making 16, which I'm looking forward to, which will just not be an online game. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I cannot recommend it enough. You can try it, not currently because it's restrictions and stuff. Which is because of real world restrictions, they've had to make online restrictions. Right, to this right, game. Yeah. But up to level fifty, I think it's free, and then something it's like that. Something or like twenty, the, yeah. It's like the first game and first expansion pack. You can play that stuff, I think, for free. Yeah, and then which is after, like a lot of time. It's heaps. That's heaps. Yeah, it is like easily a hundred hours if you do lots of the side stuff and things. All yeah. of which is great. Yeah. Mm. Um, and like even the dumb, like sort of. Uh, menial tasks, side quest things have so much character to the writing and stuff that I think it's worth engaging with to get this flavor of this really cool world mm. with lots of beautiful stuff to see. Uh, just a, a really um, deep uh, bunch of different jobs and classes and stuff that you can get your head around at some point if mm. you want to. Um, so much uh, progression in the quality of the writing as it goes on too. Like every... I'm I'm not up to the Endwalker stuff yet, which right. is technically the game that I'm saying is my game <laughs> yeah. of the year. But like, people keep saying that it gets better and better and better as the more recent the stuff has come out, and I'm inclined to believe that because that's been what I've seen yeah. so far. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then that yeah, the Endwalker that just came out wraps up the story that sort of started ten years ago. So now they're moving on to different stuff in this as well, which is is an exciting prospect. Yeah. Uh, I really think that there's something for everyone in this. Okay. Hello. And, yeah. uh, it is all, it is the most fun type of, it is the most fun version of this type of game that exists currently, mm. in yeah. my opinion. I really want to give it a go. Yeah. And it's damn fucking good, man. However, yeah. 
it is a lot of time. So if yeah. you want to, if you and you will feel the pressure to play it more because maybe you have paid for some game time at some point. Yeah, but yeah. Don't worry about that at first because it is free for a while. So yeah, right. yeah. Just fuck around. Have a go. Fuck around. Fuck That's around what you and did. find out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you like the game, fucking see what happens, cunt. <laughs> but like, yeah, I, I just couldn't uh, be more into this game. I think it's exactly the type of. If I'd have been a kid, yeah, and seen this shit. Man, I'd have gotten preyed on online. But <laughs> I don't think that's happened. Well, probably. But anyway, the, it is just a fucking dream game for me. Right. You know right. what I mean? Like, I really, really enjoy it. It's so well made. And uh, yeah, six out of ten. Three very different number ones. Yeah. Now, yeah. We oh, need to do the okay. official tally. The official tally. Anything else we want to talk about from the past year, Tommy? I mean, like we've said it's been a, a good... Uh, consistent year for games. Yeah. Um, no big clunkers or anything, really. Um, we was we were talking before the pod about, or was that on air or off air? Any, anyway, about it was off air, yeah. how none of us were really disappointed in anything that we played. There was nothing. I think you could easily say that the biggest. Uh, I don't even know if you could call it a disappointment, but let's say disappointment of the year would be the GTA. Remasters that certainly like uh, inspired the negativity <laughs> of a lot of people. The most poorly received thing of the year, I think, just yeah. because of not just people going, "Oh, this isn't very good," but the ac- absolute lack of effort that yeah. went into it. But I don't think any of us were particularly disappointed in it because no. I was like, oh, "I'd be cool to play these games," but I'm not too fussed. Like, I don't think any of us really played anything that we weren't um, that we were that we were really really let down by like I not really uh, Sable was probably the state that it launched in yeah where it was running very choppily was probably my biggest letdown of the year but, but then, then I also considered having that in a in an honourable mention because yeah there's so many cool things about it that again like other games we've talked about like yeah are new are not being done in other games I've gone back to it since and they've cleaned pretty much most of that stuff up. It right. runs a lot better now and I just hadn't played enough of it. Right. Kind of missed that window when it just came out where, um, uh, yeah, I had a free chunk of time yeah. and I, I do want to go back to it and finish it because, yeah, it's, I loved everything else it was doing. Mm. But, yeah, I can't really think of anything that I got onto that I just didn't that I didn't like. I'm, what about have other stuff that you wish you'd played more of? I, I wish that like, so Humankind was like this sick civilization style Forex game that came out that I played for like a week. Mm-hmm. But it's like, if I play that for, you know, a couple of weeks straight, it might mean that I end up playing it for the rest of my right. life kind of game. Uh, I would, I would like to finish the Skyward Sword yeah. remaster that came yeah. out. I was really, really enjoying that. Yeah. Um, but you kind of have to play it with the motion controls. It's really right. tough to play with the weird thing they've done with how you can play it in handheld. And uh, yeah, I just I think if I had been able to play it handheld, I probably would have sunk more time into it. Right. Um, yeah. I mean, I want to finish Death Stranding. I want to. Yeah. There's. I mean. Yeah. We we. It's a running joke on this that I don't finish a lot of games. <laughs> I actually finish heaps of games. Yeah. And I, Start a lot of games because we're doing a podcast about them, yes. which then eats into the time that you could spend finishing off a game <laughs> that you're just heavily invested in. Yeah. Um, yeah. What is some other stuff that I want to spend? I want to do more Loop Hero. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
Yeah. I was just writing down Loop Hero, as you said, Loop <laughs> Hero. I read yeah, it at the exact same time as you said it, and it freaked me the fuck out, dude. <laughs> we're uh, we're treading water here because uh, Adam is doing the uh, I'm trying to do the, the, the quickest maths of my life. Yeah. And I'm up to uh, four. That's the highest number I've reached yet. Okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, I, 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 I'm nearly done here, but let, let me tally the rest of these up so that uh, I can give us an accurate game of the year overall. Yep. Yeah. There was uh, actually a, a surprisingly good bunch of remasters and packages and stuff this yep. year. Um, the Mass Effect one mm-hmm. I thought was really good uh, and is still the way to play it if you're someone who never played those games. Yep. Um, one of the great trilogies of all time. Um, but yeah, I don't know if there's other huge amount of games that I wish I'd sunk more time into. I do think I should probably give Death's Door more of a go. Yep. I think I just found it a bit difficult. And I'm not, yeah, I don't it's know why it didn't hook me. It's not your style of thing and that's fine. Yeah, yeah, not hugely. It reminded me of Hades except not a roguelite. Yeah. Which I did play a, a bunch of and was like a lot of people's game of the year previously. Yep. But... um. <laughs> Boys, good news. Oh, thank God. I've right. nearly finished tallying this. <laughs> uh, let me just, just now. Take a quick pause. I've got, no, I've gotten the tally. Okay. I just okay. need to figure out the order now, which okay. won't take long. If you do 30 seconds more water treading, even oh. just describe what it feels like to swim. Okay. That, okay. That's do you reckon you're going to go, what, what's, when you're going to go to the beach, Tommy? Yeah. When you're going to go, where are you going to go? What kind of, what, what's your sort of beach vibes you, you like? Um, you going bay? Are you going down the coast? What kind of? I'm thinking about maybe going down Gippsland kind of direction. Okay. Uh, okay. In between Christmas and New Year. Now, where is Christmas and where is New Year? Where on the coast are they? Um, Christmas is like December 25. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the New Year is January the first. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So I guess like there. Um, Christmas is like Torquay. Yeah. And then. Uh, I guess the new year is like Point Lonsdale. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then um, you got Lawn in there is like probably the 28th. Sure. Speaking of Lawn, you've done this for Lawn and Lawn enough. <laughs> <laughs> I've uh, I've got basic I've got a top 5 yep, sure. with a few that are that are, you know, matching. Yep. And I'm just going through to do the rest here because I I, I feel like we can get a 10 out of this. I'd love to get a 10. Yeah. yeah. Sure. Yeah, uh, eight. Oh, who wouldn't love to get? To <laughs> oh man! <laughs> every, every time I look in the mirror, brother. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here we go. Fuck! All right, All right so we have a, got a collated, combined, filthy casuals top ten of the year. Yes. Now I've done this where some of them are equal numbers. Okay. But uh, then I've gone down, and and so there are three, four in sixth place, for example. Okay. 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 You know sure. what I mean? But yep. then I haven't skipped ahead to two like they sometimes do. Oh, that's bullshit. Cool. I hate I'm that as well. glad you haven't done yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, in equal 10th place, the official overall Filthy Casuals mm-hmm. Games of the Year. Yes. In 10th place, it's a tie between Persona 5 Strikers and Halo Infinite. Okay. All right. Congratulations to them. Congratulations, but dual winners. <laughs> less congratulations to them than to the joint ninth place winners, Loop Hero and Forza Horizon 5. Mm-hmm. All right. Between okay. us, we agreed on only one eighth place. That was Resident Evil Village. Mm-hmm. Resident Evil 8. 8 in 8th oh, place. Oh, it was Res- meant to be. Yeah. It was meant to be. Resident Evil Village in Village Place. Yes. Uh, number 7, also on its own, was Returnal. Yep. Hell yeah. Joint number 6th is 4 games. Metroid Dread, Super Mario 3D World Plus Bowser's Fury, The Forgotten City, and Heavenly Bodies. 
They're all equally good. Equally good games. Yep. All comparable. Yep. Joint number five was... <sighs> We're getting serious here, boys. Our number ones, Yakuza Like a Dragon and Final Fantasy XIV. Okay. Oh, okay. In joint fourth place. Does that mean that... All of these from now on got votes from all of us? From at least two of us. From at least two. Mm. Okay, okay. So in joint fourth place was Death's Door and Unpacking. All right. Okay. Both okay. of which I had a hand in. Yeah. And then Tommy yeah. and Ben came on either side for those. Well, um, <laughs> I don't like the phrasing of that. <laughs> <laughs> number three, all on its own, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. Mm-hmm. I deserve it, number three. The second best Filthy Casuals game of the year was Deathloop. Mm-hmm. And congratulations to a fitting and I think correct Filthy Casuals overall game of the year inscription. Absolutely. Yeah. With 25 points way ahead. Deathloop had 19. To go wow. Yeah. Well done, inscription. Well done, weird little robot. Yeah. Well done, creepy old man. <laughs> Good job, cards. Well done, fucking old witch. Yes. Uh, well done, fucking guy who's not the most terrific actor and yeah. just helping out his mate. And Good yep. for him. Yep. Congratulations um, to Little rat Little wolf <laughs> Little bug The stoat Stink bug Congratulations yeah. to Australia Yes With uh, Oh yeah In the uh, the game of the year Olympics Australia's probably done quite well A bunch of Took the gold out Yeah yep. And then um, Whatever's one under bronze With unpacking <laughs> mm-hmm, sure. So what would that be Just like a Yeah good on Copper you. Copper yeah, yeah, you'd have to become a cop, yeah, because <laughs> your Olympic career is over. Yeah, uh, yeah, that that's that's our joint stuff. All of the games that we've talked about, we all like. Yeah, they're all we've we've said thirty places. That's not it. necessarily yep. thirty games, yeah. but man, and a bunch of honourables that yeah were close. I reckon what a year hovering around the the park. Great year, yeah, yeah. huge year. Twenty twenty two looks even better. Twenty twenty two is going to be great. Even yeah. just the first. Month and a half. <laughs> yeah. Some bangers. So it's yeah. time for us to shut the fuck up about 2021 for once. That's right. Yeah. yeah. We'll go out tomorrow night and drink so much that we forget 2021. We yep. can only look forward to 2022. <laughs> Not me. I'm staying home because uh, anyway, <laughs> hey, we'll see. I'll stay home and drink so much that I forget <laughs> about 2021. We'll be back next week with our look ahead. Yeah. At the games of yes, 2022. We will. Uh, guys. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your support over the year. Yeah, uh, yes. Thank you guys for your friendship. Thank you, guys. Fun with talking about video games and playing video games. For the second year in a row, I would have gone insane if I didn't have yeah. you guys to talk to more than once a week. Yes. Yep. Um, to play games with. You can look at us do a bunch of that. On yeah, the yeah, yeah. But Doing yes. this and uh, interacting with the people who listen was a, uh, a real life raft. Yes. Big, big, yeah, big, 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 big thank you to everybody who listens, especially to everybody who's on Patreon. Yep. But, I mean, everyone who listens equally, but then, yeah, like... Patreon's great. You should you should jump on it. I think we do good podcasts there. To be honest, yep. yes, we really do. Yeah. And uh, you, if you're on there, you will have heard a few weeks ago a little sneak peek of a uh, a little spinoff pod. Yeah, starting yes. in the new year. So yes. keep an eye out for that. That we still haven't finalized a name. <laughs> no. no, we've recorded two episodes. But we don't have a name. <laughs> it was fun trying to dodge around that a couple yeah. of times. Yeah. But yeah. this podcast. Um, yeah, but, but filthycasuals.com.au for the link to the Patreon. Yes, to the link to the YouTube videos as well. And yeah, I'd say for uh, for a new podcast stuff, keep an eye on probably our personal socials. 
because we'll um, we'll be talking about that at some point. Yeah. So I basically don't use my ones anymore. So to keep an eye on Tommy and Ben's socials, yes, and the filthy one, we'll and the filthy. One. Oh yeah, we'll obviously be on there. Yeah, and again, I want to say thank because I don't want to leave this year having been kinder to Final Fantasy fourteen <laughs> than to the people who listen to this. Right. Yeah, Dude, yeah. Thank yeah. you all so 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 yes. so much. Yeah, it's, we we it's huge. The fact that we, when we started this, we had like such a a big um, sort of. Uh, a wave of support that that felt like out of nowhere almost to me and, and made it seem like it was something worth doing. Mm. And the fact that that only has grown over the years and like the core of it is so warm and positive and optimistic. Yes. Yeah. And That's what everyone friendly. comments on who comes along new is like, oh, yeah. wow, a space about video games. It's not complete trash. Yeah. yeah. So thank you for being cool again for yet another year. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The only reason it's, it's like that is because um, of everyone listening being a cool, nice person. Yes. Yeah. Uh, take um, yeah. care of yourselves, everyone. Yes. Have a happy new year. We'll see you in 2022. Yeah. And as we fuck. say here at the end of every edition of Filthy Casuals. Where the fuck did that year go? Mm. No, honestly. Like, I know, like, oh, man. See you next year. Goodbye. <laughs> Bye. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamline my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone.